If you like your horror movies cookie cutter and as fresh as stale rice cakes, then we got the movie for you. A killer stalks people at the popular Bates Hotel haunted theme park. Wait, wait. The Bates Hotel haunted theme park? That sounds familiar. Didn't we already do this movie? Ah, fuck. I don't know anymore. Well, we watched something. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Lord Marshall Hampton. This week, uh, things I want to say. First of all, I want to apologize ahead of time because I have been suffering from a very bad cough. So if you hear me coughing in the background, I apologize. I'm going to do my best to keep that as limited as possible. Uh, there might be some times where I have to stop recording and edit out some coughing, so there might be some hard cuts. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Hopefully not. With that said, also, uh, Aaron is still out again, but in his place, in his place, I have something very, very special. So let's get ready for this. To the dozens and dozens of horrible horror fans, finally, Coffee Doug has come back. To horrible horror, can you smell what the coffee is brewing? Coffee Doug is Hello. back. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> wow, man, you're making me blush, Marshall. This is oh man, I think I think it stood up a little. You talking like that about me? Oh my gosh! And not just only him, but this schmuck's back too. never gets old <laughs> I made this theme song too long I love it it's just right <laughs> I am very excited I, to be here with Nachos yes Duffy very. Doug and Nachos are both here today how is everybody doing this wonderful uh, autismal season it is a beautiful october day today uh it's really nice weather out there nice breeze it's gorgeous the last two days but hopefully this holds up for another week yeah we lucked out yeah. it feels spooky out there oh i like good. it still spooky oh yeah. spooky. i like it stay spooky stay, it's uh. hopefully it stays spooky. um so before we get into this week's movie there's something kind of funny that just happened to kind of work itself out this week so nearly exactly almost six years ago on October 30th of 2016, Horrible Horror, we released our 75th episode, which was on a movie called Hollow's Eve. Uh, it was Hollow apostrophe S Eve, which 
Coffee Doug happened to be on that episode along with Chris Samples, who could not be here because of he's he's busy. He's busy. Dude. Um. So, but while we were doing that episode, something kind of came up during our near the end of the episode with five star reviews, and I have a clip I'm going to play. It's uh, about a minute and twenty seconds long. But it kind of foreshadows something. So here's a, here's a sound bite from episode 75 with me, Doug, and Chris. From Bite Me. This movie went under the title Bates Haunting. You can't tell me this isn't the same movie just under a different title. I mean, the same theme in the Bates Haunting. Girl's friend gets killed. Then the next year she goes to work for the Bates Farm. I mean, what the fuck? Is Two low-budget flicks ripping off the, same, the name Bates with the same theme? One star. Is that legit? Uh, the, I did question this, so I Here went we and found out it is legit. Mm -hmm. There is a movie called The Bates Haunting, which uh -huh. takes place at the exact same Bates Motel haunted theme park in Pennsylvania. Seriously? With nearly the exact same theme because a girl does die in the beginning and another oh. girl comes back to find out what happened. No I watched it. Way. I watched it immediately after this. You watched it, the movie? I watched it. <laughs> and like, you know what? It's probably actually better than this one. Oh, wow. <laughs> did you see, like, are any of the crew or anybody of uh, the, the same, production did, I, company? No. Totally different production really? companies. Yes. Oh. So the baseball Why Motel Pennsylvania has, like, wow. somehow landed two You just blew my mind. Deals. I did not know that. Because I, I, I researched shit after I watched yeah. it. I, I didn't read that at well, all. What was the comparison in the in the five-star? There was a five-star review. There was oh, I did. Uh, somewhat like the early release film, The Base Haunting, had a lot of the same scenes and locations. So it's the, okay, it's so, yeah. the same thing. Huh. So All it's right. referenced in the five star and, and the, the one, one star. star. All right. That was from almost six years ago to the day, uh, about a week. So we found out during Halsey that this movie existed and it's Perry compared to Halsey Eve. I just find it funny how this worked out time-wise that on almost six years from, from that, we're doing The Bates Haunting and had to bring that back. Yeah. And Doug happens to be on the show, which worked out even better that this happened. This is serendipitous here, by the way. I, I got a little scared for a minute when you started it. I thought you were going to leave with like, you know what's kind of funny? And then it's like, oh, shit. But uh, I've actually seen The uh, Hallow's Eve. That's yeah. what I was going to ask you. Do you know that one? Many, many <clears throat> moons ago. And it's not like these movies, you know, stick around in my sure, fucking head. Sure, Because, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I rewatched it because Marshall had mentioned it to me. And I'm glad I did. Because once you start it again, a lot of times you'll be like, oh, fuck. I do. I did watch that at some point in my life. But... It's weird, man. It just compared to this one. Are, so they were filmed at that same farm, Marshall, mm -hmm. which you can kind of see that. And they're right around the same time. Um, you know what? I should have... This one... Okay. Well, based on the movie we're doing today, was released in 2012, where Hallow's Eve, I believe, was released in 2021 or something. I don't know. It was later, I believe. I think it was What's that? Later. Hallow's Eve? Hallow's Eve, I think, was later. No, I think that was like 2012. Well, I think I got it. those vibes for sure. I was with you in 2016, but I don't remember. Maybe 14, something like that. Oh, wait, that movie couldn't have been released in 2020 because <laughs> yeah. we did in 2016. So, uh, yeah, you're right. Let me, you know what? Uh, let's, to the Google machine! Yeah. <laughs> I swear to fuck, I saw a movie very similar uh, with Daniel Harris was in it for that, like. Okay, so that was it. that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's that one. Uh, 2013. Okay. Hallow's Eve was 2013. This one is released in 2012, so a year apart. 
So one you got to wonder if they, like, you know, you hear that with a movie being made and all of a sudden there's another movie just like it competition. And sometimes they'll swear, we didn't know about the other one, but there's got to be. They had to be. They're filmed at the exact same location. Yeah. So they like, had to What be. are the odds that that would have yeah. been? This can't be one of those uh, asylum mockbuster situations. You know, like, <laughs> quick, let's beat them to it. Yeah. But it's probably like, a, oh, dude, they're going to do it. What, who'd they get? Daniel Harris? Dude, we get Bam Margera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking Ryan Dunn. Uh, yeah, well, speaking of which, um, so let's move on. Uh, so this was written by Sean Skinner and J.L. Streamberg, uh, directed by uh, Byron Turk. Um, this is his one and only full-length film and directing credit. Uh, same goes for the writers, too. So this is their one and dones. Uh, you can currently find The Bates Haunting on Vudu, YouTube, Google Play, Apple TV, and Tubi. Uh, it's also, uh, uh, you can rent it off of Amazon or buy it off of, on disc at Amazon. Don't. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> uh, the cast. Uh, our main girl, Agnes, is played by Jean Louise O'Sullivan. Uh, this is her second appearance on the podcast. What? Mm-hmm. Um, she was, uh, she's got 37 credits, including the slashing to the final beginning. Puppet Master Access Termination and Puppet Master Access Rising. Sorority Slaughterhouse, uh, which is one we did on the show. She did a a voice in Fallout, in the video game Fallout 4. Yes, she was she in The Dead Want Women. And she was in G- Ginger Dead Man 3, Saturday Night Cleaver. Yikes. So a big full, really a big full moon girl there. A lot of full moon yeah, stuff. Yeah, she's done a ton of stuff. You know what? She's also in, I think it's like Trophy Heads. If you've seen it, I'm sorry. No. And if you haven't, <laughs> you've made the right choice. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, go ahead. And then as Nacho said a little while ago, but uh, this movie also has fucking Bam Margera and Ryan Dunn in this movie. Why? I don't fucking know. They're both useless, but they're in this movie. So kind of use like the rest of their lives, kind of useless. I'll tell you exactly why, because they're all from the same area kind yeah, of sure. thing. It's like, fucking dude, I want to be in this movie. <laughs> Was there a way, like, did they think back then putting the name on the DVD case or something would have brought uh, people in? I mean, in I'm sure it's probably like, we got Bamager in this movie, so let's go. So, ooh, okay, yay. And you know what? Uh, honestly, yeah, if you're like a CKY or whatever the shit jackass guy, that's probably enough just to hook you. Yeah. Maybe, I, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, they're in, they get them in it and... <laughs> Technically, they're in it, but man, they're useless. They, they are. You would have assumed they would have done some kind of kill with them or something, something. to make it. I mean, they had that coffin with. We'll get talk, or, well, let's talk. Yeah. Let's okay. get into that. Or like that. a really good car crash. Yeah. Something. Because that's yeah. how this opens up. Um, it opens with a fucking commercial for the Bates Motel and Haunted Hayride, which is starring Bam Majera, where basically he's like, hey, you want to see something scary? And he gets into a coffin that's tied behind a hearse, and the hearse drives off down the road with him dragging the coffin behind it. And it swings, you know, skirts around a corner, and the coffin goes crashing into a tree, and then cuts, and b- the Bamajera is opening the lid, like, ha now you want to see something really scary? Check out the Bates Motel on Hayride, blah, 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 blah. And I kind of have to expect it to see fucking Big Boss Man behind the wheel, and Paul but- Big, uh, Big, Big, uh, Big Show jumping on top of that coffin, <laughs> trying to get his, you know, trying to save his uh, daddy's, uh, Corpse or what mom the- or whoever it was. Because by the way, that's twenty. That marked twenty years ago. Today was the, uh, not today, but it was. This was uh, twenty years ago. This year was the uh, Big Boss Man, Big Show, Coffin, 
fiasco at the graveyard back in the old wrestling days. That's just about as tasteful as Eddie Guerrero coming back as the haunted lowrider. Yes. Uh, but the, in my version, it was Bam Marger goes, dude, you want to see something fucking scary? And he's wearing a G-string, and then he pulls up his shirt, and he has a him tattoo, but it's like a heart. And if anybody knows what that is, that's fucking terrible, and don't kill yourself. You Talk about the singer band him? Yeah, because okay. they're all buddies and probably band each other up the ass or whatever right. i did not know they were buddies but all right <laughs> yeah. anyway that's it and that's all you see a band he just does this like 30 second commercial spot at the beginning of the movie and honestly that may have been a real commercial spot that played back in pennsylvania back in the time so he wasn't even, may not even been for the movie because it's filmed completely different than yeah. the, the rest of the movie yeah, they might sure. just shove that in at the beginning and said well now you're in the movie <laughs> here's your credit good so, point and it would be awesome if he was actually in that coffin the entire yeah, time. Which, obviously, he wasn't. But, man, yeah, it would be nice if he was. Um, and that's it. He's done. So, now we cut to our main girl, Agnes, at the Bates Motel Haunted Hayride, talking to her boyfriend who works there along with her best friend, Lily. Lily's dressed like kind of like a, a Jane, Tarzan Jane, Jungle Girl type thing. Who's the chick from the uh, the Injustice League? She's like Cheetah's villain. She grows big. Oh, uh, uh, Giganta. Looks just like How her. did Spine you know that? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> wow. My boy's a nerdy. We yeah. know her shit, you yeah. know? That is impressive. Also, what's up with Dracula who can't wear a fucking shirt? Sure, sure there's Dracula? Yeah. yeah. So, I'm watching this with the gal kind of thing, and I'm like, I, like, I, I don't look weird, but, like, does this dude have any business not wearing a fucking shirt? No. And she's kind of like... Nah, there's there's nothing really there, man. I was like, so I should just walk around <laughs> yeah. with no shirt on all the fucking time. I yeah, recommend. He, it. I agree. He definitely he's no business be, being shirtless. Yeah, shirtless Dracula was very confusing. Was this during the Twilight era, mayhaps? Maybe. I, I mean, this is what? What did I say? 2012. Twelve. So. So uh, keen, right after it, right after yeah, right keen eyed viewers watching the film, you can pick up on these fashion faux pas, like the <laughs> dude had the white studded belt, uh, uh, sorry, uh, or a chew or whatever the fuck. Yeah. We can totally not edit that out. No, that one's staying. <laughs> Thank you. So Agnes gives Lily a butterfly necklace, wishing her good luck on her first night. <laughs> you know, um, and her, on, you know, good luck on your first big scene and your first night here, and blah blah blah. I thought it because they were both Crazy Town fans. Oh, <laughs> come, come, my lady. You're my, she's my butterfly. Sugar, baby. <laughs> Why? Uh, I used to like that song. <laughs> I like a couple other songs fine, but I'll never yeah. admit it on public. Well, <laughs> in public. You I just mean, did. Just betr- oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, it's one of the uh, the worst songs. Like, so embarrassing, but you have to listen to it it's every so time. It's so tragic. Like, What's one for you? Like one music you don't turn off, but you know people would make fun of you for. Genuinely, everything I fucking listen to because <laughs> yeah. I'm shameless. Marshall, uh, well, B- Crazy Town's Butterfly was just kind of one Ew! of them. Boo his band. That's a good one. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure what would be considered embarrassing anymore at this point. I know life. everybody. You can listen to whatever you want. Yeah. Like Tina Turner, "What's Love Got to Do with It?" I can jam out to that song. <laughs> I love it because the fake. I love it. The synth harmonica solo gets yeah. me through that fucking song. <laughs> Just like, in is it a western? I don't know. <laughs> so we jump to Agnes on the hayride as Lily gets all set up in position for her big scene. Uh, which is just her being tied to a post, like an elevator post. Um, the tractor pulls up to Ellie's scene where she's supposed to be like sacrificed to a giant fire snorting dragon. Um, 
She started this one post very. It's very King Kong style. Thank you. I was going to say I'm waiting for the not King of the Monsters to come out. Yeah. Uh, and we see the dragon operator, the guy's operating dragon, pass out behind the wheel on the controls. He just passes out. Okay, I missed this. I part. did too. I didn't see him pass out. At it's that like point. a blink. It's they. She's. They see her tie him up. She's getting tied up, and Lily's like, "Hey, that's too tight." And then the woman in the black robe masking, she's like, "Shh." And then it cuts to the operator of the dragon. He's just like, "Oh." <sighs> Pass out, and then it's gone. It's like, if you blink, you miss it. So, with the dragon, I did want to bring up, because in that other movie, Hallow's Eve, mm -hmm. where we oh, made comparisons, uh, there was a scene where they're riding the hayride, and two dinosaurs come out. Yeah. And we thought that was weird in that po the last podcast we did about that. So, does this, I guess if it's filmed at the same place, they have all these animatronics coming out? I guess. Because dinosaurs and but, dragons, that's fucking weird. Yeah, it's I, Now, we don't, see, we don't see the dinosaurs this in time. this movie. Yeah. So, again, it's every, maybe every year they change up the riot there is a few spots that you can clearly see in the two movies that are abused and both movies are the same thing but uh yeah the, the dragon was not in Hallow's Eve and the dinosaurs were not in this one okay but my guess is it could have been the same scene you sure. know what I'm saying same sure. area they just yeah, kind of yeah, move yeah. things in and out I actually have the correlation in between these scenes. So Drago the Dragon, which is credited in this film, who has his uh, SAG card, had his two dinosaur brothers come in uncredited. Uh, oh, it was a cameo. Oh, okay. It was hush hush. Yeah, know, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> also, just like the uh, the snake in like Fear Three. Mm. Like Fear Three. Uh, mm. I don't know that one. Don't. Uh, don't. <laughs> so um, the fire shooting starts shooting out of the dragon's nose, nostrils, mouth, whatever. And it sets the platform on fire, which in turn causes Lily to basically burn to death. Um, all this happens in front of the customers on the tractor, including Agnes, who screamed for someone to help Lily. But of course, everyone just thinks it's all part of the show because why wouldn't you see something, a werewolf burning to fucking death like it's <laughs> like fucking Joan of Arc and not think that's real? Like, oh, that's great. No, you would know that shit's real, but nobody helps. So that's that's our opening. <laughs> Is that what you gathered from the, the <laughs> shitty editing in between a fire? A dummy, it's like I don't a, a beef jerky woman. It, it, yeah, I just I and then I did like she was screaming, uh, "Do something, do something!" And then her last line was, "Can you do something?" <laughs> and I was like, "That was a weird thing to say when you're." Fr and then they had the weird guy looking at her, but they come back around to that. Yeah, because yeah. so. he's straddy gawking. Yeah, so actually, somebody did something. The lady in the black mask came up and like squirted barbecue sauce on her. <laughs> <laughs> He goes, you got a mullet. So that's our opening. That's our code open. Now we cut to what is probably the best scene in the whole movie where we got Ryan Dunn at a pizza place getting all pissed off waiting for his pizza. Dude, I've been waiting 45 minutes. 43 minutes. And then it's this fucking pizza just burnt. It's like, what is this? Fucking Samoa nipples? Yeah. It's like Samoa nipples. I would have Dan DeVito fart in my mouth to fill me up. Hey, you take a bit. I'm Ryan Dunn. You know, I will say this about Ryan Dunn. He died doing what he loved. Having car parts in him. He <laughs> remember when he had the toy car up his ass? I didn't know if he he's the one that passed away. Yes. I actually didn't I couldn't remember. He actually he died before this movie was released. Oh, no shit. Actually, yeah. like a well, I'll save that for later. Um, so, anyway, this scene is fucking goddamn pointless. And like I said, we kind of got to the point. It's just Ryan Dunn trying to be funny and improvise these lines. It's, it's hot garbage. Um, hot garbage! Like this, again, this only scene is just here to shoo Ryan Dunn into the movie some way. Like, it could be anybody else. It's, there's no point in this scene. It sucks. You wonder if the director or somebody knew them. 
like you just said, they're all from the same area. Right. right? Like, yeah. Somebody like, like somebody caught in a favor. So, hey, uh, we they, get run down or something. They probably all went to high school together or something. Or Don Vito molested the director, too, oh, or something. Jesus. <laughs> so, anyway, the immigrant owner comes out. And he, like, takes care of Ryan and the pieces. And then that's it. And we cut back to uh, outside where we see Agnes and her other best friend, Clyde, Yay. are out shooting a pellet gun at targets and smoking weed. The owner comes running out all angry and pissed off at Agnes, fires her on the spot for not being inside and working. That's the scene. We cut to Clyde and Agnes driving down the road smoking weed. She gets pulled over by a cop who turns out to be her dad. Nepotism. <laughs> yeah, he's into her for getting fired again. And we find out she has a history of being fired and kind of becoming a delinquent here over the last year or so. Um, and says that her uh, behavior lady says it was, uh, if there's anybody else that they'd be in handcuffs right now, but he sends her to take Clyde home saying that we're going to talk later tonight. So, so does the sheriff kind of look like somebody famous, right? He looks similar to me. Yeah. Right? Or okay. familiar, I mean. You were yeah, picking yeah, yeah. up. Also, I love how his badge is the exact same shit I got at Silver Dollar City when I was fucking eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing to say, and I don't know, you might have already known this, Marshall, but I think the guy that played Clyde and the girl Agnes, like their best friends in the film, mm -hmm. am I talking about? I think they uh, like have a production company in real life, and I think they produced this and helped make this film together. Oh. Since like the Earth 2012 now, so they've made other movies together, I believe. Is their production company called Don't Watch This no. <laughs> LLC? Well, see, I, I think I liked this a little better than you guys did, but <laughs> there were parts for sure. Uh, hold on, let me let me find it. Bates Motel. I, I now I'm curious. You're gonna uh, movie uh, Bates Motel. I just Bates got Motel on movie. Instagram. That's how I saw it because I don't have Facebook. So sometimes I'll look up some stuff on there, and I was like, oh, it looks like they've made a couple movies together. Interesting because I don't know. I, um, I could be wrong. That's Maybe like Clyde here. Let's just look up Clyde here real quick. While you're doing that research, Dante Zuka played Clyde. Um, Zuka. He was only known, according to IMDb, he's only known for this movie as an actor and played Doobie the Clown in a movie called Scarefest in 2019. Hmm. That's it. He has no other credits as a producer or okay. director or maybe writer it is. or any I don't other know production. It, yeah, I don't know who it is. This girl, That girl, though, that played Agnes was a producer on this one. Was with she? With somebody, and I thought it might be him, but maybe it wasn't him. All right. So they didn't actually pay her. She was just like, we'll put you in production <laughs> yeah, credits. Yeah, uh, Producer. Free. Let's see here. She's got four producing credits. Oh. Um, yes, she is a producer for this movie. She's also produced... Uh, two shorts called Service Dog Page and Page of Cups, hmm. and then and another short called Troy, wow. where she's also a pretty. So just three shorts after this. So again, she has a company. It's not. So it doesn't sane. sound like a lot of horror though. Like she's more of a horror actress than making them. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It looks okay. like uh, definitely looks like she's again she, her, her IMDb page is full. Like it's full of uh, uh what was it? Uh, full Moon. A lot of Full Moon features. Yeah. So. Uh, did but, you guys watch those a lot as kids? The full moons, I, uh, I would, and not intentionally, but yeah, I did because I, I got hooked on like uh, it's Puppet Master. The first, the first sure. Puppet Master when it was actually trying to be scary. It's fucking legit, it man. Great. I like the Love first it. three or good. The first, yeah, first two or three I liked, and then they started turning the puppets into good guys. That's where I was no, like, I'm out. I'm no. done. And then they flipped the script by turning them into fucking Nazis. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, what? Then they brought Nazis in because that's the one with Dangle from Reno Nine One One in it. That movie's weird as fuck. Hmm. Oh, and Barbara Cramps is in it. Oh. 
Okay, I again, Jean uh, Louise O'Sullivan's uh, bio page again lists nothing at, uh, 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 as a producer or um, owning a any kind of production company. Really, after that, uh, hmm. yeah, it doesn't seem to mention anything. So I don't know. Maybe yeah, who knows? I don't know what that was. The more you know. The more you know. The more you know. So, um, so anyway, so that later that night, she Agnes gets home. Tell. Uh, and uh, when she gets, I'm sorry, when she gets home, her dad tells her that he has arranged for her to uh, work at the Bates Motel on Haunted Hayride. Uh, that this is basically her last shot. There's nobody else who's really able to would hire her anymore. Uh, she tries to resist this because her friend dying there and the trauma that she suffered from watching her friend die in the end. Yeah, but, what the fuck? Yeah, that's kind of fucked up too. Hey, where's your trauma located? Your new job? Mm. And guess what? You're going to do it. You're yeah. going there. And what's weird is, what do you mean in this town there's nowhere else she can work? Yeah. So even if the friend died a year ago, you're saying in a year you've worked at every place in this <laughs> town and they've all kicked you out. You also, know what I mean? Wouldn't that mean there's a spot available at that job too? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Um, but yeah, so he's like, you, you have no choice. You're going to work there. He forces her to work out there and that's man i don't know i'm a parent i don't know if i could ever, if i ever had like my daughter's if she grows to be a teenager and her best friend dies at fuck at, your middle like, health yeah. fuck that you're going like you know you can find something else to do well but you, you can find it, somewhere else they get her a job line. at the police station for christ's sake <laughs> i thought that but they did mention she dropped out of school and they yeah. did mention that the therapist says this is good and that's a shitty therapist yeah like <laughs> get a new therapist <laughs> like i know there's uh you know there, there's the uh like uh, some subversion therapy, or I think it's called uh, not aversion, but uh, basically, Sub- like if you're afraid of snakes, we're gonna put you in a box and dump a bunch of snakes on you, and you're gonna get over your fear. There's yeah. that that train of thought, yeah, but who's, like, who's her therapist? Joe Rogan yeah. from fucking Fear Factor. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Jake the Snake did, the Ultimate Warrior. Do you remember that when he put the Ultimate Warrior in that room with all the snakes to get him? Do you remember that storyline? Yeah. Speaking of which, did you realize that Jake the Snake was actually scared of snakes? He no. had a phobia of snakes. What? Yeah, he hated snakes. He he was so scared of them. Wow! It, I watched it, but he's when he came time to do the job, he's like he's like, I gotta fucking do this. It's yeah. my job. Here yeah. you go. But after what <laughs> behind the scenes, he's like, give me the fuck away from the snakes. Wow! <laughs> the craziest thing was afterwards, uh, him and Damien made a sex tape. Yeah. So I, I was really uh, weird. I always I, wanted to see that, but it was only on VHS. So yeah. I put black market. I couldn't find it. <laughs> I guess he got over his fear of snakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, um, so that night, Agnes has a nightmare, and it's basically her lost in a corn maze while hearing Lily screaming. Uh, when she finds Lily, she has to watch her burn to death all over again, and there's flashes of other shit going on. But that's basically the dream. She wakes up in bed, and she's also mad at bras. Yes, yes. Um, so the next day, Agnes gets dropped off at the base motel by her dad. She gets introduced to the owners of the haunted park, where you have Andrew is the father of the owner his wife whose name i don't think you ever fucking hear learn doesn't you know I, I, her name's amazing wig <laughs> uh, yeah but i don't know i feel like that guy that andrew like the dad or whatever i feel like he really owns that shit in real life because he, he looks it he might i don't know maybe now who was it so the owner of that farm is in this movie he's the guy that carries around the shotgun that's andrew then that he's the he's the real owner all that shit um they thank him in the credits and stuff and okay. his last name is bates in real life yeah, yeah 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 
Yeah, how did they not get like a cease and desist from Universal Studios about the whole Bates Motel? I shit? wondered that too with Psycho. I don't know how they did that. I don't well, know. Well, one like, I guess I don't know because I mean, you look at a lot of the haunted houses. Like people always use like you know, have you something like that? And not Camp Blood, but you people have had people dress up as Freddy Krueger and Jason in haunted houses for years. Um, and if it is their own last name, I don't know how you can cease and desist somebody from using their own name and something they own. It's hmm. a good point. So, yeah. I mean, just because it's... Lawyered! Coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, um... Damn. Now, as long as they're saying, like, they just happen to be where the Bates Motel or whatever, and my last name is Bates, but if they're not, if they're not doing anything, like, if they're not doing specific things, like, I guess, Norman Bates or the mother, then maybe they can get away, because like it is their own last name. And, good point, good and point. Honestly, mm-hmm. And honestly, we've not had two movies we've seen this in. They're not... In any of those things, have they had anything resemble... Anything from the Psycho movies, other than just the name Bates. Actually, I it's uh, I'll address it later. We'll address it later. Ah, oh, fuck it, I'll say it now. Did I miss something? When Junior's like, yeah, I'm I'm not like Norman Bates. I'm like oh, normal norm, Bates. Normal Bates. Yeah. 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 Well, but, well, that's that's just a joke. I'm so. sure we'll get to it though. But I think this one addresses Psycho a lot. I think it's trying to parody. I mean, eh, okay, maybe. We're, when you get we'll to get the there. end we'll and who the there. killers yeah. are, okay, we'll get, we'll talk yeah. about that when are, we get are there. Are you telling me there's a psycho killer? Kiss kiss say. <laughs> um, I'm such a talking. So, head. yeah, so we meet the wife whose name. It doesn't matter what your name is. It doesn't matter. Um, and then uh, her son Junior. Uh, Junior takes her, and this is where we get the like the the normal normal Bates line. I gotta talk about this dude. This guy looks like fucking Letterkenny Zuckerberg. He's such a fucking wiener. I don't even. He's too lucky. He does do like a weird kind of, not a Starbucks, a little bit of like a, not, maybe a lisp or some kind of weird. He, he's bored. He's walking that tightrope of being like down home and just kind of like sweet kid, but then also being a little bit on the spectrum. Like, like I, maybe a little slow. I think yeah. too. say down home or down tarred. You know? Yeah, that, but he's 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 riding that line real thin right there, that thin line. Well, with two things with him, one, do you think his acting was he purposefully like sticking that his list? chin out yeah. and doing the? You list saw that and, he had that Beavis overbite. Yeah, but I don't think that's always. I think he. I think it was his. a choice, and I was I didn't hate Junior in this movie. Real talk, I, I know I we'll didn't save it for hate the end, it. but he. Might be the MVP. I don't know. Him or Clyde. Agnes isn't terrible either. The acting. Clyde, Agnes, and Junior aren't terrible. They're decent enough. Uh, yeah. But I, everybody else, everybody else, that's. <laughs> but for the, the, the main uh, three, not what, terrible. What, Ryan Dunn was it good? <laughs> no. I thought whenever Agnes had that dream sequence you talked about a little bit ago, that's where I was like, I could see this actress and this kind of story, murder mystery stuff on like the CW or something. Or the Hallmark Channel. Something like that. (laughs) Yeah, very much. Like, I didn't think they were bad. You know, I really didn't. But I thought, like you said, Junior could be on the spectrum or special needs. I thought the girl was real mean to him considering he could have been a special needs yeah. son. You know, she's like, get the fuck away from me, Junior. I hate you. Yeah. I mean, she's just kind of mean in general. Yeah. You know, she's kind of, she's going to be like, um, I, I'm just, she's, yeah, she's got the, I'm got that bitchy. I'm the cute bitch. I'm the bitch. I don't like anything anymore. Everything sucks. My best friend's dead. And I can't get over it. Moved on and blah, blah, blah. And so she's, yeah, she's got the attitude now for the most part. Doesn't want to be here. Um, 
But anyway, Junior takes her on the tour of the grounds, show her around and what her responsibilities will be while she works there. Um, he takes her to the prop and makeup shed where they find Agnes's ex-boyfriend, Ben, shirtless Dracula, uh, mm-hmm. half naked and making out with Hannah. Junior, they get like, ah, oh, there's a big art thing about this. You know, they, there's a, they Don't make fuck a thing. on the clock. And yeah, again, Junior has that simple, that young child, simple to me. He's like, you know, what am I telling you about the SCX? He doesn't say sex. He doesn't curse. He's it's like, you know, almost very... kind of Bobby Boucher-ish a little bit. And, uh, whoo, and uh, don't be off now having, having a sex on the clock. That is a good comparison. He is somewhat like, yeah, yeah, for sure. I didn't think about that, but yeah, it's pretty close. Um, so, uh, Agnes and Hannah and Ben leave and junior resumes Agnes's tour. They walk the trail. They talk, uh, Agnes is scared when Wayne, the gay stage actor who thinks this is going to be his big leaping off point to a career leaps out at them in costume with a chainsaw, uh, scares them. We also meet a motherfucking chainsaw. What? (laughs) Uh, all right. Limp biscuit. Um, we also meet Zeke. Uh, who's another worker there who he, this guy definitely is they say like on the spectrum like he's on the simple side I was gonna ask you about this and also what is up with this whimsical fucking like uh, lifetime or Hallmark fucking music they're yeah. playing during this yeah. whole part it's like it almost was like trying to get you in a light hearted mood I yeah I thought that too so much whimsy yeah so much whimsy so now they come across Akimbo the Asian guy who works I think it's literally, I think his name is Asia, Akimbo Tanaka. Um, yeah, everybody has, it's like, dude, I think his grandpa was like a suicide bomber or yeah, something. Something like that. Habadoo. <laughs> Habadoo. Uh, where are you staring at, Swan? Uh, Stop looking at me, Akimbo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so basically, Akimbo, they say, works in all uh, works all over the park. He works, he's like the main electrician and animatronic guy. Um, and it turns out he worked on the dragon that killed Lily, but he blames it on the, uh, on the octane guy that was that was his department what the fuck is up with everybody's name in this movie yeah weird names like, not nobody has a great name except for ben but everybody's got like a little bit of a strange name yeah but it's spelled like b-e-i-n there's two z's <laughs> it's silent when they first said that too i i thought that was like a career like i was like what is an octane well, that's guy? exactly it like, like, the the so, the turns about? later there's a guy named octa but yeah. with but with but Again, with the subtitles on, and when he's, he says octane, yeah. like the guy, I'm like, is that like a thing? I thought the same thing. Like, the octane guys are a guy hired just to work with the yeah. gas. That's his thing. Hey, like, go okay. easy on him. He's under a lot of pressure. <laughs> oh, well <laughs> done, there's, Yeah, there's sir. some line in the movie at some point. <laughs> that was good. That was real good. Yeah, there's one line where they're like, there's only one employee that could have pulled the propane lever. And yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he has like, Hulk strength. Yeah. <laughs> so don't they have like those giant wrench? Eh, whatever. I guess. We're so, not going to do this movie's job for no. it. Um, anyway, at, uh, at the end of the scene, Akimbo invites Agnes to the big employee bonfire tonight that's kind of like kicks off their, their scene, like the big pre-opening bonfire for all the employees. Yeah, Junior's being a real stick in the mud about it. He's like, well, I guess they, they do that, and it's not in a pop or something like that. I, that's fucking, I don't know. I don't know. So yeah. we cut to the bonfire party. Now, hold on, hold on. Okay. He, he's got the big pickup line, though. You know the sneaky line where it's like, 
oh, bring oh, your yeah. boyfriend. Yes, if, bring your does. boyfriend if you'd like. Yep. I don't have a boyfriend. She goes, I'm a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like that they threw that line in there. Yeah, the sneaky, yeah. the yeah. sneaky one. Yeah, sneaky snag. Um, so we cut to the bonfire. Everyone's there hanging out, drinking, partying around the bonfire. Agnes arrives with Clyde, who Wayne tries to flirt with and hit on a little bit. Um, Agnes tells Clyde that she brought him here to be her lookout so she can go get a closer look at the dragon that killed Lily. She can play Detective Snoopy Tits. That's right. And Clyde's a little disappointed in this because he wanted to hang out and make fun of Hannah's fake tits. But keep that in mind. He says Hannah's fake tits. We're going to come back to that one later. I knew. Uh, the t- <laughs> I think I missed that. Wow. Uh, so the two of them sneak off. Meanwhile, Ben talks to Hannah into sneaking off with him to go fool around in the cornfield. So we cut to them. Hannah and Ben end up fucking in the middle of the cornfield. She's riding him on top, and we do get to see her tits. Like now, br- briefly. Briefly, but you do get her to see. Very, there's, like, there's two quick shots of her tits. Her, now, remember, I'm pretty sure um, we just said fake, fake tits. tits. And that's the literally say that. Five says fake tits. tits. And I'm fucking sorry, but there's no fucking way that those tits are fake. Very <laughs> natural breasts. Those tits um, should ever, never be referred to as fake tits. They are clearly natural. As a I have, fake tit expert. That is goddamn right. <laughs> I have never seen fake tits look so small and flat. These boobies are one step away from being these sad Nev Campbell titties. <laughs> They're like two suicide notes hanging off a chest. Yeah. Um... I, and honestly, here's my thing. I would, sad. I would have no issues with these tits if they didn't actually say they were supposed to be fake tits. If they knew they were these tits, that these were the tits that they had in the movie. This is the girl's tits we have. This is what we got to work with. Take out the line, fake. Just yeah. say, we're going to make fun of Hannah's tits. Or we're going to do, don't use the word fake. Just let them be tits and just take fake out of the script. And I would not have a problem with this. As a boob lover in general, I don't think I'm going to shame anybody's tits. Even if they're tragic tits, they're still tits. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's my point is the fact they use the word fake. Those are clearly natural, not fake. Don't use the word fake if you know you're not going to have the fake big balloon fake titties. But were they just writing the character as being kind of a diva? And I mean that guy because he was kind of snarky the whole time and just pissy Uh, about shit. I mean, was he just like her fake tits? Like... Because I think they kind of insinuate throughout the film that he's gay, you know? And I think the way they kind of wrote that wrote Clyde? Him, I think so. You think I, Clyde's gay? I Wayne's think, the gay? I don't think Clyde's gay. Now, Wayne no? is not so subtly Wayne gay. Wayne is not so... He's very... Yeah, not subtle gay. Clyde at tops... Because he has guy lighter on in certain scenes. I'm like... It's also the year, 2012. Just a couple times when they reference him and her, he was like, ooh. And then he... I don't know. I just kind of thought they were... That's what I took from it. I never never thought Clyde was gay. Maybe not. He's probably seen a couple up close, but he still uh, likes to... High five the clam bank. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's uh, in the Bible, I think. I just don't like the weird that use fake. Yeah. It, 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 it that was as, my bugaboo as well, sir. <laughs> it, it leads to a false sense of excitement. Like, ooh, we're going to get some nice big fake titties. No, that is false advertising. <laughs> just take the word fake out. No problem. You just, know just say, we're going to make fun of her tits. Or we're make fun of Hannah. Or her yeah, just Hannah's make fun of Hannah. We're going to make fun of Hannah. Just, just leave her tits out of it. She's kind of a fucking doofus. Yeah, she's a doofus, kind of a whore, whatever, fine. But just No shame in that game. No, right. just just leave the work fake out and you solve your problem. I have no issue otherwise. That's my rant for that is that the fake part. 
and welcome back to another episode of Old Man Shakes Fist at Cloud. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, while they're fucking, Zeke the Geek, as they call him, creeps up on them and, wa- and starts watching them from the corn and starts jerking off. Shucking his corn? Yep, yeah, he is. Uh, we see a giant harvesting tractor or thrasher or whatever thresher, you see yes. thresher start up nearby. Hannah says she thinks she's heard something. Of course, Ben don't give a fuck and just no. wants to keep banging. Oh, you didn't hear the giant industrial <laughs> fucking machinery <laughs> tractor? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like um, a chainsaw. What? Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're banging. Raya's hand is about to come. They spot the harvester thingy, thresher, whatever. She's uh, about to go. Uh, coming through coming through the corn right at them. Ben rolls over, pushes Hannah out of the way, and into the path of the harvester, which cuts her down to shreds, cuts her into shreds her to pieces. Ben, with his pants still down around his ankles, is unable to get away. And so he also ends up getting shredded by the thresher's uh, uh, spinning blades. blades. Um, all the partygoers hear the screams. They rush off to check it out. Clyde gets there first, spots Zeke. Running from the scene, covered in blood, and tackles him to the ground. All the others show up as Agnes is um, is looking, and so Agnes starts over, like goes into like Sherlock detective mode. She starts overlooking the murder scenes, picks up one of Hannah's breast implants again. <laughs> this is my problem. This is my problem. If that those were the fake tits, God damn, she needs a better plastic surgeon. Get her money back. Those are the worst fake tits I've ever seen. And I'm tired of seeing this gag where, oh, here's my fake booby implant. It comes out. We've seen so many times with the knife, somebody stabs an implant out. No, that ain't shit ain't happening. If she gets shredded, that that fucking titty bubble, that thing would be popped and shredded. There'd be no perfectly little tit bubble on the on the end of this thresher blade. That Tit- thing's gone. And I think it goes back to the fact, again, that titty ain't fake. That was a natural, saggy little titty. I am pissed at the tits in this movie. Do not let me to believe we get good fake tits if that's the shit we're going to show. And then have the audacity, the audacity to put a fake tit on a thresher blade and for us to believe in a second that that's supposed to be that girl's tit. Unless that was Ben. Maybe Ben had some fake man tits implanted in him, and that's why he's always going around shirtless. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. I don't like it. Mar- I got it. it. It was her clit. There you go. She has got the China clit. Pindalous <laughs> China clit. Oh, I wanted to bring this up, the whole thing earlier, when the dad and uh, Agnes, the name of a seven-year-old woman that loves bridge, yeah. when they're on the steps, it's like, is it lady cramps? Yo. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, Dad. Here, I got a joke for you. Okay. A rant that I read yesterday. Oh, okay. Hold my nose. I'm listening. So the joke says, my neighbor has huge boobs and keeps walking around the garden topless. I sure wish his wife would do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the one, I did want to bring this up because I actually did not catch that it was a boob implant. I knew she picked up something bloody, but mm-hmm. I was, I didn't know what that was because I think the whole fake tit thing, it obviously <laughs> stuck with you <laughs> and nachos. It did not stick with me. But the one uh, joke in the movie I wanted to point out, and I don't know if you caught it, but when they're like fucking in the cornfield, she goes, wait, like you said, the big industrial tractor. She goes, I think I heard something in the bushes. And he goes, it's corn, corn, corn stalks. <laughs> corn stalks. Yeah, so then when they run up and catch Zeke, they're like, he's over here. What were you doing? Whacking off in the bushes? And he just goes, corn stalks. <laughs> <laughs> Good call, Doug. Good call. It made me laugh. I, liked good, it. I will say, yeah, I, that's, I, I may have missed that. But that's that's good. I'll give also, him a, I wouldn't tackle uh, um, 
middle-aged heavyset dude in suspenders who probably still has a boner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Teach their own. <laughs> um, so, well, we just got done with all that. Uh, so Junior at this point shows up, calms everyone down, and tells the Kimbo to call 911 and for Agnes to control her friend Clyde. Then he leaves to go tell his parents. We go, I got to get my parents. We got to tell them what happened. Uh, we jump to Agnes talking to her dad who has arrived on the scene. The dad says that for now, this is being labeled an accident and that Zeke is being taken in for questioning. Agnes calls bullshit on this saying, how can a tractor accidentally start up and run over people? Is it maximum overdrive? (laughs) Yes. I'm like, that's a very good point to make. You know, that's a good point. Also, fucking, the sheriff is like Mel from Sleepaway Camp. It was an accident! (laughs) And also... Is this Jaws because they're doing the same fucking thing? I wrote it right here. Sorry, Doug. Jaws. I need to step on your No, deck. you're good. Set, keep going. <laughs> no, but that's it. That's exactly it. It's like, this is a bloodline for the fucking town. It's he, like, he makes you have seem Bam like... or Jarrett in your town. <laughs> well, and he said, he was like, we can't ruin uh, we can't ruin the town's attraction or whatever. That happened. They, they definitely do that again later, too. Oh, is it, this thing cannot be that big like a beach in Jaws right, right. that it's bringing in tourists and millions of dollars or something. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of dollars, even. Right. It was ridiculous. There was clearly a murder. They would shut it down. Oh, shut for it down. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And on top of this, is it this two years running? We had a chick barbecued. Yep. Yeah. Last year, we had a chick barbecued. And now you had two more kids just... Slice and dice. Uh, but they they weren't technically on the. On oh, the that's, right. That, that's right. That's you got lawyered, sir. <laughs> that is what they said. Technically, it was not on the haunt property. It was, um, or during work work hours. So yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, they talk some more for Clyde. Uh, he tells Clyde to take Agnes home, and we move on. Now the movie suddenly turns into a really shitty music video from like the nineties. Yes, it fucking as does. We, as we jump to Agnes walking through a cemetery while there's like shitty emo soft hard rock. I don't know what you want to fucking call him. Emo rock. Him would be playing in the fucking background. <laughs> uh, and I swear to God, like I, it's so like you have the sun setting in the background. Agnes is wearing this black shirt with her shorts, and she's solemnly walking through a cemetery as this music plays. And I 110% was waiting for her to start singing. Like, I thought, hey! this is a fucking music video yep. from like 1994 or, the craft or something. Or something. Like yeah, it was, yeah. exactly. Wake me up inside. Yeah. <laughs> Do we're good. It was a very weird. I actually like Evanescence, yeah. but I know what I do. <laughs> There's your shame song. Fuck you, man. Evanescence is good. Good, we're good. I got a signed Evanescence ticket over there by Amy Lee hanging on my wall. They're coming to town with Muse. I know. I can't afford the tickets. They're very pricey. And I'm leaving town. I looked them up. It was like the cheapest ones, like 40 bucks. Like the yeah. back, 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 little dead last row. Shmah. I still, if, if I wasn't such a broke-ass bastard, I would uh, happily do that, but nah. Can't can't afford them. They're too pricey these days. Speaking of, sign on to the sign up for the Patreon. There you go. My broke ass out if I sign up for our Patreon page. For mere dollars a month, you can help Marshall live his dream (laughs) and see Evanescence again. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, even if they did that, money wouldn't help me with that because that goes to the show. It goes to a different account that helps pay for show shit. Not not my shit. Mm. (laughs) For mere dollars a month, you too can. Buy an awesome T-shirt. Off you can of. buy a nice, awesome T-shirt like this smazzy "Why She Talk" shirt from our uh, horrible horror uh, podcast 
Warbhorrorpodcast.com merch page. <laughs> I can do this. So organic. <laughs> so organic and natural. Damn, Coffee Doug. Yeah. If you were to go to the horriblehorror.com merch site, what shirt would you buy? I'm not sure. What are the options? Well, Marshall? other than this, like I said, the sweet Why She Talk shirt, you can also get yourself a Moon Goon shirt, an what? OG Horrible Horror shirt. You can get. Uh, you can also get yourself some pint glasses for your beverages for those who like your your pumpkin spice beers. That because that's all the rage these days. That's get yourself one of those. You get one of those with the 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 alternate Nachos McWhorrow hand drawn design. Oh what? On wow. one of those, you can also get yourself some pins and stickers. You can get yourself a mouse pad, some hoodies, a koozie, uh, a koozies. Uh, Tumblers, I think, are still there. I'm not sure I may have taken those down, but you can get you can get yourself a nice. Uh, well, that makes them limited edition. Yeah, right. you can get yourself a, a get them while they're hot. A normal head shirt. You can yes, get yourself a, a no yo department of fish and wildlife department so shirt. Uh, yeah, you get all sorts of stuff there. Is there a mouth blood shirt? I do not have a mouth blood shirt. Yet, yet. pending. Uh, yeah, the pending. blue lightning, the fucking chopping mall. You can do a, a, a I'm blue, uh, chopping mall shirt. That popped up on my fucking playlist the other day. And I'm at work, and I'm just fucking laughing so hard. And my, my, my coworker comes to me and goes, Mike, you good? I'm like, no, dude, I'm blue. <laughs> He's like, what? You're fucking crazy, dude. You're, you're what? What were you? I'm blue. This might be one of the embarrassing songs I'd play. <laughs> you get a pass. You made it a bit. You commit to the bit. <laughs> do commit to the bit. All right, um. Maybe probably lost another five listeners right there. Brings us down to a walk. What, because I'm on this episode? <laughs> it was fun talking merchandise with you casually and naturally. Yeah, so natural. We organic. actually didn't plan that, listeners. That was uh, exciting. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, and so we're, we're, we're all, we're a shitty music video. Uh, we're back in the cemetery. She finds Lily's grave and places the burnt, charred butterfly necklace down by the tombstone, which made me wonder, like, how does she have that? Because she was worrying that when she died, did she... So that thing would have been charred and burnt to that girl's flesh. Like, Dope. did she go to like the coroner or the police and say, "Hey, can I get that necklace back off of her body?" That would, would have been either one. That was it. her first job that she got fired from, Marshall. After <laughs> she, she was working with the coroner and she was taking things off the body. That's right, fired. she got fired. That's one of the many she jobs. Her she fucked her corpse. Yes, yeah, many yeah. Jobs I, she got just, fired just, from. I thought that was where, like, why would she have that? How would she get her hands back? How get on? Your hands back on that that necklace. She took a claw cracker and hit her pussy to like crack it open because it was burnt shut. Then she poured Maul's barbecue sauce on it, was going down, and then stole her necklace. And that's why she got fired. All right. Did I think I... you're craving some barbecue sauce. That's, yeah, that's your second barbecue sauce about, reference yeah. now, man. What's going on? Do we have to have? A... I expect a third by the end. Of the <laughs> oh, you bet your bippy. barbecued bippy. So the music and the scene just, like you said, it's just so out of place. Um, yeah, but she has the necklace special... on later. Yeah, that's another thing. So she puts the, she does, she puts it on Lily's grave, and like that's the scene. Which again, the way it's shot and filmed is completely different from everything else in this movie. But then later in the movie, she has a necklace again. She's wearing it. So she doesn't, she had to have gone back to get it, I think. When she's wearing it, is it burnt still? I think I don't, so. I don't, I don't remember. remember I just, okay. but she, so she leaves it there and it has to, at some point has to go back to pick it up. But what fucks me up is while this is happening, she looks a couple rows over and there's this black dude with no, like, open shirt screaming, Baby! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not singing it. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> you're, you're doing a little kiss from the rose. And she's like, it's like, you're stepping on my toes, 
Dude, fucking... I played so much music. I'm like, if I get hit by copyright shit down here, it ain't happening. Well, <laughs> yeah, hey, we Not say yet that we're anyway. good. <laughs> Baby! Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, so we, we hard cut to a montage of opening night at the Bates Motel haunted part. So it's opening night. Big thing. Agnes is working the gift shop. Clyde comes in to say hi and check on her since this marks the one year anniversary of Lily's death. Uh, we get more montage footage of customers going around doing all this shit. Montage, montage, montage. Time passes. Agnes dozes off because she's a great opening night. Packed house, and she just falls asleep at the register. Apparently. Yeah, people <laughs> murdered. Her friend murdered last year and this year. Another thing, you're talking about, I guess, seal in the graveyard. Is that what you're referencing? Yeah. It's funny you say that because I thought when I, I thought music was going to kick in at some point because she's taking the necklace off. I thought this was going to be, and you just say a montage, like her getting ready to go against the find the killer. <laughs> her Rocky kill training yes. montage. <laughs> I was like, what are they doing here? Is this going to. No, I was more thinking like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I knew 4. you were going to fucking say a- that, Doug. Alice, I knew yeah, it. Alice getting ready to go fight Freddy. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought it was going to turn into, and it did not. Nope. But then you mentioned in the song and you sang the word montage. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Uh, it's her fucking training, like in 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 one of the fucking haunts, like punching on a dead skeleton. Yeah. And, scared her. <laughs> and then it cuts to like the killer, and he's running up an escalator, like at an incline. <laughs> That's so fucking weird. Yeah, I do love Rocky Four though. Uh, so who doesn't? Yeah, let's get Drago. Uh, where were we? So. Happy birthday, uh, I, oh, she dozed off. She's sleeping again on the job, and she has another dream. She's. She has enough time to get into REM sleep on the job. She has another dream of this masked figure in black, the same one that we saw uh, at the beginning of the movie that tied Lily up to the post, stalking her through the corn and and, and Lily on fire again. So basically the same dream. Actually, I kind of this was kind of okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when she wakes up, she leaves the shop, heads out into the crowd of customers. We're not going to talk about her uh, Steve Martin headgear. Oh, the knife through the head hat? Yeah. yeah, yeah was, if you want to, we can't. I was just going to skip No, that's that. it. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Junior sneaks up on her and scares her. He expresses his sympathy, sympathy, I can speak, about what happened to Lily last year and tells her that everyone that works here is family to him and he was crushed too and it was it broke his heart, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he, he then convinces her to join him on the last hayride of the night. So this bitch slept through her entire shift apparently. Oh, and she's <laughs> even trying to dip out like fucking 15 minutes early. Yeah, she's a terrible employee. No way she's up, been fired. Dude, Agnes sucks. <laughs> and nobody went in there to buy anything. Apparently not. But, or they just went in and stole everything because yeah, right. bitch was sleep at the counter. Yeah, but this place is so busy that people come from all over the United States to support this town. Yeah. But nobody buys a fucking thing you in know, this gift shop. They, nope. didn't, they didn't put her in the main merch shop. She's all the way the fuck out, She's like, in the little ne- shitty one off in the back yeah. next to yeah. an outhouse or something. Yeah, or they don't even sell like fucking <laughs> kernel corn. No, kettle, kettle corn. corn. Thank kettle you. Corn. <laughs> um, so they get they get him on the hayride, and uh, at one they're riding the hay. At one point, Wayne leaps out of the out, leaps out at them with the chainsaw, scares Agnes, which uh, he does so well that she kicks him in the face out of pure reflex and instinct. Das boot. Wayne gets pissed off and storms off. He's like, fuck this. I'm out of here. I'm blah, 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 blah. I did like his response, though. Like, what are you doing? He's like, what? Doing my fucking job? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Junior hops off the trailer and goes after Wayne, trying to calm him down. Mm-hmm. The tractor rolls on. We get several more shots of the various scenes from the hayride. 
Uh, a group of three other writers gossip and talk about Ben and Hannah's death, saying that it was the ghost of Lily that killed them. Oh, that uh, might have been yeah. Little... So now we're trying to—they're trying to hint at a paranormal killer. Blah blah blah. Do you smell that? It smells like red herring. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I can say it smells like bullshit, mm. but you know, both work. Yeah. Both work. Um, it smells like book book barbecue. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's... Get you some ribs or something after yeah. this, all right? Calm down. <laughs> no, you're not wrong, bud. I, that's that's going to happen. Um, so, uh, so uh, where were we? Uh, the tractor pulls up to another scene. Junior has caught back up with the trailer, and he hops back up um, as the sawmill scene starts up. Um, only, uh, and, and it's, uh, we, We've seen this before in one of the montages. It's like this old sawmill, but instead of you know lumber, it's body parts that they, they're supposed to be cutting up. Only this time, the usual prop dummy on the conveyor belt has been replaced by Wayne, who has been bound and gagged with duct tape to the conveyor belt thing. Uh, the saw blade starts up, and I do love the fact that uh, whoever strapped and taped Wayne to the table was at least nice and courteous enough to place a pillow underneath his head for him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I did like that touch. That. I didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, here, I'm going to murder you, but I'm going to make you comfortable. Yeah. Here's a pillow yeah. for your head. <laughs> Damn. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> so Ag- Agnes and Junior knows Wayne, uh, and, Junior's, and Junior's all surprised because he's like, hey, I just gave night- Wayne the rest of the night off. I don't know what he's doing here. Why is he here? Um, Agnes realizes it's a real saw blade instead of the prop one. It wasn't. Uh, the other riders <laughs> go get... Spoiler alert. The other oh, riders, sorry, uh, the ride get pissed off at Agnes for freaking out and standing up, which is blocking their view of the scene. The saw blades roared to life and cut into Wayne, cutting him in half. Agnes like, stop it, stop it. Somebody help him do that whole thing again. The, the other rider's like, shit down, bitch. You're blocking my view and blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, dude, they're really mean to Wait, so the killer gave Wayne half the night off? Uh, yeah. Uh, half, or he only had to work uh, half a shift. Yeah. <laughs> so, also, where's the gore? Yeah. Yep. I mean, there's not a whole lot of blood in this one. I mean fake blood but like yeah could you just throw fucking hot dogs or some barbecue or something I don't don't know yeah that could have been a little better I agree that kill yeah um it wasn't terrible like we've seen worse but it could have been definitely could have been much better for sure um so the tractor pulls away from the scene and drives down the trail as it pulls out of the mill Agnes turns back and sees the masked figure with the long stringy hair and the black robe standing there holding onto Wayne's severed hand, which they used to wave goodbye to Agnes. This would have been cool if they cut it about 20 seconds shorter. Yeah. Because they really milk it. It goes on for a while. Yeah, it, it does. Yeah, this could have been like a, just a quick five-second shot of a tractor pull away. Agnes looks back. There's the person waving the hand. Boom. Or, but they linger. It does stretch out with lots of parts well if we got a minute um guess what i did last night well okay what did you do last night i went to the eureka corn maze and haunted hayride well hey coincidence i don't know but wow. sounds good i don't know like, how was it it was pretty good good good, good. i was with the gal and she doesn't fare too well in those scenarios so there's a dude with a oh, chainsaw sarah, sarah doesn't like this stuff huh yeah, it's a, it's that's weird because she watches horror movies with you but she doesn't like haunted houses well i mean she's she's growing she's learning it's, okay so the guy with the chainsaw pops out and you know gets her a little bit and he walks away i was like Dude, she really likes chainsaws. And he just came back and 
it was a good time. Well played. Now let me ask you this: While we're on this little tangent, yeah, side, Mark, yeah. How, what's your because what's your how, what's your feeling on on hay, haunted hayrides? If done properly, as an experienced ex scare actor, I did a couple of tours at the Darkness. Might have gotten a ward or two. Anyway, uh, I think those are just write ups from HR for sexual harassment. I don't know if those are called wards, but you know, hey, you do. Yeah, your- were they scared? <laughs> okay, I didn't know that. Uh, that's one of my dreams is working at the Darkness or something. Did you like it or hate it or? I fucking loved it. Hey, really? Coffee. You can have your question later. Oh. I'm asking. No, I'm just oh, <laughs> You hold it till the intros yeah. are over. <laughs> oh, you were in the middle of answering Marshall's questions. I, I just, we were having a discussion. I just on, got back to the table. Sorry. Yeah, I wanted. We were killing time. Uh, basically, he went on a hayride. We, I, we, I want to know what we how, were taking a coffee break. What his like thoughts on hayrides were? Because I'm always like, I like him sort of as like, especially if you're like for like, I guess if they're a family friend for kids. But like if we're haunted, like I really do with like a haunted house walkthrough because I never found hayrides to be that scary. Because you're like, they can't come closer. You're on a hayride that's moving. Like, and you, like, so this is you stop at a scene, watch the scene, like, okay, you move on. Like, I don't even know if hayrides are really that scary. They're kind of fun, but they're I really do a haunted house. They're designed instead. to scare kids more than adults. Well, I'm yeah. a big fan of RuPaul's Hey, hey Ride. Ride. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I like that one. So, how, how they did it was is you take the, the haunted hayride to the corn maze. And I'm dead serious. As soon as we got there, I, like, the group of people in front of us, some dude popped out of a coffin and some shit clown slapped a scare actor. You don't do that. Yeah. And also what I've learned is if you're going to scare somebody, do it at an arm's length distance. Too. <laughs> wow. So yeah. you saw one of them get hit. Last yeah. You got to slap you, yeah. but uh, still it's, it's the principle. And, I got hit uh, by the chainsaw one year in a haunted, not a hair on a haunted house. I, could, I took a chainsaw to the leg, to the shin bone. A what? Like hurt. what? A, a what? Chainsaw. A motherfucking chainsaw. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, scare from a distance. And uh, I, some dude told me he was going to eat my butt. Yeah. And I said, do not. You're going to have a bad time. Neither <laughs> of us are going to like this. Yeah. Now, back to what Coffee was saying. Yes. I do think years ago, I don't know about now, but years ago, I, thought, I always did want to work at a Darkness or a Haunted House. So I thought that had been really cool. Yeah. A lot of fun to do that. What's stopping you? You still can. Um, I know way back in high school, I know... Uh, Aaron, like, I don't know who that is anymore because it's been so I've kind, of, kind of forgotten who he is at this point. But Aaron, oh, dude, all right, yeah, all right. there he is. Um, dude, what's up? Uh, he did work. I forget the name of the. I, I just can't, it's like Silo X or something. No, it wasn't a big one. It wasn't the big one. It was a one of the mom and pop ones that you don't see anymore, unfortunately. Uh, but he worked at a haunted house here in Belleville uh, in high school. I can't. God, I wish I could remember the name of it. And as soon as I hear, it, I'm like, oh yeah, no shit, that's it. But yeah, he so he did that for a season, so that was cool. Um, we can call, you know what? We can, let's take a quick break. Take a break? We're going right. to call him and see, get the name of that real quick. So, uh, cause fuck it. Why not? So, right. uh, we're going to take a, we're going to call Aaron real quick and we'll take a break and, uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> All right. We're back. Uh, so now to took a smoke break and why is a smoke break? We, uh, we got Mr. Aaron Southworth on the phone and joining is still enjoying his hiatus. But uh, we got him on the phone to uh, bring up the fact that, like I said uh, before the break, he worked at a haunted house here in Belleville back in high school. Uh, I couldn't remember the name of it, so he's going to uh, – Aaron, anyway, there. Say hi. You're on the mic. Uh, people can hear you. You're on air. Hello. How's it going, guys? Hey, there buddy. It is. <laughs> hi, buddy. I'm very happy to have you back on, kind of uh, even though I'm remote, but it's, it's cool. Like, 
I miss you too, pal. Well, what I'm doing, Marshall's already had me fill out a um, an application. I'm trying to take the Aaron position, but nobody can fill your shoes. <laughs> I mean, my ass is in your chair, and I'm farting, but it's not the same, buddy. Not the same. Not the same. Well, we'll throw it out. <laughs> also, I haven't been wearing underwear either, so... Yeah, it's been uh, making the uh, recordings really awkward. I've been meaning to talk to you about that, but you'll probably get a letter from HR in the week. We have an HR? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. So, you, what do you remember about working... You worked this haunted house. It was downtown Belleville, if I remember correctly, um, back in high school. Um, yeah. Dropped my phone. Come on back. Work in the haunted house, and so we're like, okay, cool. And I gotta admit, this guy threw a ton of money into it. Like he rented, it was an abandoned building, but it was you know still had good bones, and he put a lot of money into it. Uh, we good put bones. up the walls. It was two stories. It went up. You went up some stairs. You, you know, you started on the ground floor, walked around, went up some stairs, walked around, and came back down and out the out the door. But it was big. Aaron, Aaron, where where was this in Belleville? Just I'm trying to picture it. It was on Main Street. Yeah. Uh, down by. Was it down by the Ritz? The old Ritz? Yeah, yeah. Like okay. across the street from the Ritz or, or wow. down that area? Huh. Just yeah. a little bit, just a little bit further down from the Ritz, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, and the, it was, it, he had pretty cool rooms. He had like a cemetery with like, you know, dry eyes and people would pop out of coffins. You got to walk through the cemetery. It's a big room. It wasn't like the cheapy kind of local haunted houses where everything's real tight and you go through this real tight maze and it's all dark. It was like actual scenes. The room that I worked in was you walk in after the cemetery, you walk in this pitch black room, completely dark. And me and, you know, usually my buddy Ty and one other person would be on the wall holding on to chains. The chains were. That's right, the chain room. Okay. I'm working on a haunted house and don't wear shirts because in this movie we're talking about shirtless Dracula in this movie now you're saying yeah we took off our shirts in the haunted house Twinkula remember like we yeah, talking about that and like we were talking like it was so cool like again i wish i could remember the name of it like um but i just want to see like maybe remember like the old villa hills fire volunteer fire department like the, the mom and pop um oh, yeah. haunted houses that a lot of them were something really good they just unfortunately aren't around anymore because of like the big corporate ones have kind of taken over now but like a jc's almost J was that it jc's jay-z yes. that's it that's it <laughs> okay yeah. i know things I there we go, uh, JC. Um, 
Yeah. So yeah, I want. Uh, cool, cool. I just want to get. Uh, we we're talking about that. I thought I'd get you on. Get your. Uh, have us give us a little story time there. Um, can we call you in fifteen so you can help me with a budget game? <laughs> You're on your own on that one, pal. Ah, <laughs> damn it, Heron. Okay. I will say, Ty and I almost got kicked out of there because at the time, again, being in high school, we felt we were cool, and we were on the roof in between shifts, like smoking cloves cigarettes. Whoa. Oh, cloves. Yeah. Yeah. You were one of those cool kids. <laughs> Gothalicious, but you know. Responsibly. Allegedly. All right. Well, again, man, thanks for uh, coming off, popping off for a few minutes. We got to get back to this shitty movie and finish this out. But uh, it was cool hearing you. Hope, I'm looking forward to getting you back on the show uh, when, when you're finally uh, done with your hiatus. And uh, we're going to get moving. We're going to get going back. So everybody say bye, Aaron. Bye. Bye, bye Aaron. Aaron. Stay spooky. Bye-bye. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> All right. So yeah, there's Aaron. That was cool. Um, a little regalia for a little story. Now, unfortunately, like I said, we do gotta get back to this uh, this movie. Finish this out. That's maybe one of our longest, uh, I guess, offshoots, I, uh, <laughs> side quests. That's you ever, all right. Ever, They're good. Ever. You need them. So, um, uh, I, I gotta figure out where the hell we were. Um, where did we leave off? So we uh, left off with uh, oh Wayne's severed hand, waving goodbye to Agnes yep. as they pull away. Um, Agnes tries to get Junior to turn around and look uh, behind him as well, but he's only concerned with trying to calm her down in front of the other customers, so he never turns around and looks behind him. Agnes gets fed up with this, hops off the tractor, and runs off down the trail. Agnes now somehow fucking gets lost on the trail and has to ask someone for directions to it's the sawmill. It's been like one minute. One, one minute. minute. Yeah. Not even that. So here's incoming rant again here. because So first of all, are you fucking kidding me? How the hell does she get lost in a, on a singular trail? All you have to do is follow the trail to the summit, which you just came from. You follow the path, and you're literally, like, right there. Like, how do you get lost? It's so stupid. And what makes it even worse is the person she's asking directions from is the same costume person she just saw waving bye to her with Wayne's severed hand. The same one. She's like, oh, my God, Junior, look, look, look. And she goes up to this person like, hey, um, I'm kind of lost. How do you get to Salmo? And I'm like, holy shit, you're the one holding the severed hand. And she doesn't freak out about this at all. It's such <clears throat> bullshit. 
Uh, Marshall. Yes, in, nachos. In her defense, she's a fucking idiot. Okay, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I wondered that too. I was like, did they change the mask? Like, in no. Between? Okay, I couldn't it's the tell. Exact same wow, person. Oh, that's crazy. And it's not like there's multiple of these people working. You never see this person like working the event. Ooh, like, what do you mean the these scenes, people? These people. <laughs> oh, you mean scare actors, right? Yeah. yeah. I also said there's. What did I say? I said there's only one of these. Persons, person. Anyway, this person. There's only one person in this costume. It's not like there's like a. It's not like there's like a whole clown scene. And there's like a bunch of different clowns around. She asks one clown who looks different from another clown. No, it's all just this one person is a black outfit with this mask and a string, a stringy hair. It's the only person you ever see. There's not a second, third, or fourth of these people walking around doing other scenes in this. It's one person, and she just saw him waving a severed hand goodbye to her, and then she stops and asks her for directions, and has absolutely that completely forgets that's the same person you just saw a minute ago waving a severed hand at her. God. This is fucking stupid. <laughs> she should have like brought the hand in and done like some gang handshake. She like pop up, you know, the ten hit combo kind of yeah. shit. Anyway, so uh, this movie. Um. So anyway, um, she, she gets pointed in the right direction by yeah. the costume figure, and again waves goodbye to her. <laughs> Sorry, again with the same severed hand, which again means that the costume person had to have been holding the severed hand in her hand while talking to Agnes directly in front of her, hand in hand. It's not she doesn't have it behind her back; she's holding it. And Agnes is talking to her, asking for directions, and doesn't comment again on the fact that she's holding the severed hand. It's like, hey, uh, how do I get into the sawmill? Okay, thanks. Okay, bye. And then she turns and waves to her again with the severed hand. <laughs> what uh, Killer X should have done is taken Wayne's hand and, like, put the, fi- you know, kept the pointer, oh, pointer finger, finger out, out. Uh, and then, like, handed up the robe uh, and, like, that way. And then, yeah. like, took it and wiped her brow and, like, woo, that, that was close. That there you go. <laughs> But fuck me, what do I know? So Agnes makes it back to the sawmill where she finds Akimbo just sitting there. Slice! Uh, she tells him that uh, what she saw. That's just Kimbo Slice. Okay. <laughs> I see where you're going. He Rest let it in go. peace. Yeah, R.I.P. Um, she tells him what she saw and asks where Wayne is. Akimbo tells her that he just got back from being on break. He doesn't know he just got here. Which is weird because this is the last hayride of the night. So if it's over, why would you go on break right before closing time? That makes zero sense. And why wouldn't he know who was covering the shift while he was gone? Yeah, because somebody really would have come me. to relieve him. Yeah. And say, hey, you're on break. Go. Yeah, yeah. That's another. Yeah. Or told him he took a half day. Oh. Uh-huh. We already did that joke. We already did it. So, don't make me turn your mic off. All right. And the man I used to be. Um, so at this point, Junior walks up now. He releases Akimbo for, uh, to meet up with the pickup tractor because it's the end of the night. So Akimbo leaves. Uh, he turns. Uh, so he turns to leave too, telling Agnes that uh, he'll see her tomorrow. And he leaves Agnes alone at the sawmill. Time passes. Agnes is back at the front of the park trying to call Clyde on her cell phone. But she has no reception out here on the farm. You know what? A dead serious. I will vouch for this. I, after watching this movie yesterday, I was like, yeah, no cell reception. This is fucking 2000 blah, uh, out in Eureka's corn maze. I had no reception. Ooh. And I was like, yeah. fuck me. Well, and this was 10 years ago. You that know, too. too yeah. you know? I almost thought they would reference later. Junior might reference that they've got a tower or something. But, I, you know, that. 
disrupts it, but they didn't even go that far. They just his name's Junior. We uh, named the dog Indiana. <laughs> yeah. So you'll never catch Marcus Brody. He speaks a thousand languages. He blends into any place. Didn't he get lost in his own museum? His own museum. Uh, excuse me, sir. Sir. Oh, we don't like Indiana Jones movies here. Uh, I'm just watching. <laughs> just watching. Just seeing how far you're gonna go with this. <laughs> He wouldn't have gotten that far. He hates rats. Um, so Agnes decides to sneak back to the sawmill to look around. So as she snoops around, she finds the quote-unquote scarecrow mask, which doesn't look anything like a scarecrow. I know my a scarecrow. Opinion. It looks nothing like it. Yeah. Um, that the mystery person was wearing earlier. And she goes to pick it up. Out pops Andrew Bates, armed with a rifle, yelling at her to stop and put it back. Agnes spins around yelling, like, stop, I, I, wait, I work here. Andrew recognizes her and tells, uh, she tells him that she lost an earring here uh, earlier and then says, okay, well, this I guess I'm going to go This Friday the 13th part seven, V-I-I. V-I-I. I didn't, with this scene, so to talk about Hallow's Eve, because I, re-listening to the 75th podcast, we talked about it. This scene here, the guy comes out, he hears somebody or whatever. It's not that long after the last hayride. No. He comes barreling out with a, a, shotgun. With a shotgun. Actually, this was just a mediocre hunter rifle. Well, okay. All right. <laughs> Bolt action. Well, it, Doing and, your job, Marshall. <laughs> and Hallow's Eve, there was a scene where there was like a little ruckus or something. And the guy after that works at the haunted house comes out with a shotgun or rifle or whatever, what have you. But isn't that a little overkill? Like... You're showing up with a shotgun? That's kind of insane. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. Yeah, it was awfully... Uh, okay, I get... Um, Notch was just trying to like, show me text messages or something right now. And it's suspecting. actually uh, pictures of my dick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Quite um, distracting. So, um, she's like, hey, I lost the earring here, but whatever. I'm going to go home. She uh, and leaves. After she walks away, uh, Andrew, he... he so that's the scene. Whatever. It's done. And scene. And scene. We fade to black and we cut to someone dropping the unconscious body of one of the girls that was on the last hayride on the floor of some shed or shack Ooh, or something. That mouthy and chick. Then, yeah, it's one of the mouthy chicks saying, sit down, this we're blocking is, our view. So this is something I got to bring up and this, I just, it, just a little talking about it. But at this point when that happened, because mm-hmm. we all watched this on Tubi. Do you tell people that? Or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had not used Tubi yet, but I knew it was a big horror platform. You know, I knew there was such a good spread. Yes, that's what yes. I keep hearing on if, the. If you can get through a couple stuff. commercial breaks, and I'll there you go, it. and I'll do it too. Oh, so I was God. gonna say, it surprised me that on Tubi, what there there was nudity and everything. So oh I, yeah. No. Okay. So they can do that. I oh, guess. Yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. So you know, usually when you'd watch a station back in the day, the nineties, eighties, nineties, do that. If it had commercials, like KL- KLRP, anything. If it had commercials, you weren't going to get rated R. But now these streaming sites can do commercials. Oh yeah. And have rated R. But when they did that commercial break, Marshall, and they ca- it cut back to that girl being dropped in the bar, and I was like. Who the fuck was that? Like, did they, <laughs> but I'm not about to rewind it to go through all right. the commercials. I was like, oh, I want to watch the Tide Bear again. God I thought damn. the commercials fucked shit up, but it did not. So I do recommend to be like you just said, if you can sit through. Now they do like six commercials at a time, which kind of like pit, seriously, you know. just get your phone out for fucking two minutes. Yeah, go take a piss, done. make ramen, whatever. Yeah. You know, there's worse shit out there tonight. So like they drop me. the girl off, Marshall. Yes, they drop the girl off. Um, 
And that's it. That's the, so the next morning, several of the employees are gathered around the base motel, like the ticketing area, there I guess. There has to be a um, morning after. Wait, no? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like you've always got something going in your head, which is it, awesome. That's great. <laughs> the, the hamster wheel never stops. That poor hamster's yeah. jacked up. <laughs> Do you know the Pee Wee Herman breakfast scene from Big Adventure where it's like, dun, 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 dun. The, the, I feel like that's his brain, where it's like this whole contraption that, going, the, the big music. The Rube Goldberg device. Um, <laughs> Check out the uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure episode of Here Comes the Spooky, oh, by go. the way. Oh, Shameless okay. plug. Well do. Well do. It's good. Um, so, <laughs> what the hell was that? I looked down and I just hear, ha, that scared me. It was, it was Pee Wee Herman. Okay. Um, so, um, so, Clyde, and Clyde's there too for some reason. He's talking to some ram chick in the background. Agnes uh, goes up to Akimbo and asks him if he's heard from Wayne. Akimbo's like, nope. Uh, Agnes says to him, if it makes you feel any better, I talked to my dad this morning and he said that Zeke was sound asleep in his cell last night, so it couldn't have been him. Akimbo gets pissed off at her, saying that Zeke is his friend, so no, it doesn't make me feel any better. Maybe it's your friend Clyde. You ever think of that? He's the one always writing those dark ass novels and didn't like and he didn't like Wayne hitting on him at the bonfire, so they're trying to set up now maybe Ooh. Clyde's the killer. Also, Clyde's an author. Oh yeah, he write he's uh he writes stories. He's, I don't know why I said it like that, but yeah. Stories. <laughs> Stories. Uh, so they get into a back and forth argument at this point. Junior comes racing up in the company hearse, apologizing for being late and asking if anyone's seen Wayne, to which no one responds. And to. he looks fucking disheveled. It's yes. the classic, I'm uh, late for work because my, my, my flannel shirt is halfway hanging off me and I got barbecue sauce all over my wife beater <laughs> and all of that. Barbecue sauce. I'm so... You know what? I'm so tired of the barbecue. <laughs> no. Poor Marshall. No. No more. <laughs> Poor Marshall. He had like the fancy wife beater going on with. Yeah, he might have had wearing a wife beater on him. Danes and. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway. he's asking if they've yeah, seen. No response. Agnes pulls Clyde aside and tells him what happened last night. Um, with Andrew and says that it looks like Junior didn't get much sleep either last night, probably out looking for Wayne. That's what they're assuming. Uh, they talk some more about possible suspects, basically going through everybody in the movie. Um, then he tells us that the guy who was arrested for Lily's death was released from prison two days ago, the same <gasps> day that Ben and Hannah were killed. So maybe he's back to get revenge. Now, wouldn't he lead with that? Wouldn't he go straight to her and say, yeah. hey, like, I mean, that would have been a <laughs> yeah, cell I agree. phone That'd call. Be like, that's like the opening thing. That's yeah. like the first thing you say. <laughs> but um, so um, Clyde tells her that he already looked up his address if they want to go stake him out later tonight. So on that cue, we cut to Lair that night. Agnes is back home. She changes clothes, grabs a flashlight, sneaks into her dad's room, steals his handgun. And then we see her and Clyde staking out Octay's house. Outside, Agnes finds a white box. This is so dumb. Which she opens up to find a dead animal carcass inside. A gunshot goes off behind her. She spins around. She's Clyde on his knees, held at gunpoint by Octe, who orders her not to move. Not so you have your hand up. Uh, it's because she goes, or <clears throat> Clyde says to fucking Agnes, is like, what if he kills you and rapes me? Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I will give that line a pass. <laughs> um, Clyde uh, tells her, put the, Clyde says, like, put the gun down, Agnes, and Octay recognizes his name, and he relaxes, Ben tells him to come inside so they can talk. 
And then we get real real acting for once in this movie. Yeah. Yes. Um, now, this is also where these two actors, Clyde and Agnes, mm-hmm. they're having their back and forth, and it's supposed to be kind of comedy. And that's where I kept fe- feeling like they were leaning towards, like, murder mystery and the, the zany music like you talked about Oh, my God, on. right? Like, it was sometimes they were trying to make this duo almost comedic in a way He's like, why didn't you tell me? Do you know what I'm talking about when he's talking to her about that's yeah. the guy? And yeah, I, can, I mean, I guess they're trying to build, try to show like you know their their friendship, their friendship, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the banter and all that between them. Yeah, yeah, I, I pick up on that. Um, so inside, Aki tells him his story, his background. He calls Agnes's father, you know, and before he sits him down to talk, he's like, to come pick her up. So while they wait, he tells him the story. He tells him that uh, he liked Lily because she was a sweet girl who never made fun of him or his name, unlike uh, almost everybody else that worked there. He also tells him that he and Agnes's father went to high school together and that her father asked him not to talk to about Lily to Agnes if she ever came around here. But that apparently goes out the window real fast because that's immediately what he does. Also, everybody was oogler. I barely oogler. I yeah. mean, I did oogler a little bit. A little bit, but just, not, not that much. Just a Google zoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then again, he goes on to tell the story of what happened the night Lily died. So we cue flashback. And we get this flashback scene of Octe, Akimbo, and Zeke working on the dragon. He tells them that Akimbo made some last-minute adjustments to the dragon and needed Zeke to help him because he Zeke was strong enough to turn the bolts or whatever. Isn't it like the acquirement when you fill out a job application? Can you lift at least 80 pounds? Yeah. Nobody's like know, 50 pounds, 40 Right. Yeah. Can you use Zeke strength to turn wrench go good? <laughs> yeah. Do you need simpleton strength? Or is yeah. it? Oh, clean up right. Because if I would have said retard strength. I, oh! 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 <laughs> Marshall, we don't say retard. Sorry. We say remedial. <laughs> Doug looks so confused. <laughs> or or downtard. Um, or fucktard, actually. Fucktard. That's, that's my new one. Yeah, That the, was your easy that, out. My easy out is the fucktard. So he doesn't have fucktard strength. Um, so uh, Junior comes up, joins the group he, uh, with cups of coffee and a plate of donuts. Octave says that Junior was in a particularly chipper mood that day. Um, Octave takes the cup of coffee from Junior and uh, then says that he fell asleep sometime after that that someone must have tampered with the machine while he was out. He does say that maybe it was his fault for not preventing the accident or murder. Um, uh, but if someone killed her, then some uh, someone uh, killed the kids at the bonfire too. That same same person. Um, at this point, the power goes out. Octa heads off to check it out. We hear a gunshot followed by banging on the front door and hearing Agnes's dad calling out to open the door. Agnes opens the door. Dad rushes in. Uh, they then find Octave's dead by who's now had with a shot, with a, well, not a shotgun, but just a gunshot to his head. He's dead. He's been shot. Bye. Now, th- this scene kind of confused me a little bit. I just didn't okay. know. I-, I was like, he obviously didn't run in and shoot himself, but was the killer trying to make it look like he did, or was or was it clear he's been shot by a killer? I was just, I didn't think anything was supposed to. Yep. I, never, I never thought they were trying to make it look like he shot himself. Okay. okay. I always like the killer came in shot him in the dark and fled i will agree with nachos the acting was uh, this was like in all the horror movies you always have the one where they find this old wise the old character the monologue the character yeah that will tell them things that was this guy he was a good actor whoever he was he was really good okay he may not be like 
Oscar worthy, but in this fucking movie, he's our shining star. He's yeah. our he Anthony Hopkins, yeah. you know. Yeah, I agree. He was uh, he was probably the best in the in, in this scene. The best sure. of the best of the best. Uh, sure. Pretty good. Um, so actually, uh, like, they find Octi dead with the gun. But so father orders them to go somewhere that's not home and keep their phones turned on. Like get out of here, but don't go home. Uh, keep your phones on. I'll contact you later. And it sends Agnes and Clyde off. We cut to a TV news report reporting on the body of Wayne being found by the river, cut to pieces, and only his head was used to be able to recognize the body. Uh, they then cut to Junior giving a statement about the possible closure of the attraction, how it would devastate so many people due to the loss of jobs, and that everybody here is his family, and this is my family's farm, and this is not right, and blah, blah, blah. You can't, you can't shut down the farm. And then also has... Um, Agnes's dad talking to police saying, uh, yeah, well, you know, people died here and, uh, you know, uh, you, you sh- we, we shouldn't, we're, we shouldn't shut it down because uh, it would hurt the livelihoods of people, but we're not going to shut it down. My favorite part of this though is he goes, and he's like, yeah, well, about a dozen people have died at Disney World too. So, uh, uh, there, there's that. That, that that's the line <laughs> they didn't shut that down um, so that's his that's how his comparison people about 12 people have died or what 50 something years uh, buddy i'm sure those numbers are <laughs> they didn't way shut that down. higher than that they didn't shut that down because the mouse the mouse will hush it up <laughs> uh one crazy thing about that scene that you don't see in real life is the news acre in the studio talking directly to him like they're on a zoom call yeah 2012 she would have had to been talking to an anchor in the field Mm -hmm. interviewing him yeah did you catch that like oh yeah and he's got no ear no no there's no no, earpiece he doesn't have a microphone he's just just... talking to her like yeah they're on a zoom call yep exactly well i was gonna say and it always weirds me out in movies when they do this it's just like we've seen the news Mm -hmm. yeah local news it's not they found a body with its head, dick cut off yeah. and fucking <laughs> fed to alligators. It's yeah, like, the new, they would not say that on TV. Like, they said, you know, the severed pieces of body and severed head was only used, but it, the only way the family could identify. They say, it. like, a gruesome scene. Down yeah. Thank you. Clayton, right. A gruesome you know. scene which took place was found down by the riverside. Police were under in, investigation. In a van. They, they wouldn't say that on TV. That, yeah, at all. Honestly, Coffee Doug, I... I if you were a newscaster, I would tune every night, dude. Hey, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Breaking that. news. We found a bunch of dead-ass bodies. Nope. Let's hear you say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, this scene goes on. Wade Dog's like, my family didn't get killed. No, everything is good. And I'm, I'm sane. And whoo! <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. Did he just channel a little bit of Little Richard there, too? Uh, I think so, at the end. <laughs> the smallest dick, yes. Yeah. Little dick energy is what I fucking channel. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take that little, little dick. Little dick Andy. I will take that little dick. Yeah. All right. Or a big clit. Either so, uh, we Agnes and Clyde are now at a local bar drinking and talking about all the previous events and trying to figure out uh, who the killer is. Again, going through it person by person. It's Bam Margera. Um, Clyde suggests Junior, but Agnes says it can't be him because he was with her when Wayne was killed on the hayride. He, she, he was always around her. They run through all the other possible suspects but can't come to a clear conclusion. Then all of a sudden, Mrs. Bates is behind the bar. Just the bartender's gone and she's in his place. And she says, Two beers on the house. And then Junior pops up behind Clyde and Agnes from fucking nowhere and chloroforms the both of them. And they fall unconscious immediately. I mean, 
hell faster than immediately. They're just out cold. The the rag touches their face and they pass out. Okay. And I wish I should have I should have had Aaron on for this one again because this is one of Aaron's biggest pet peeves. Uh, is seeing the over exaggeration and use of chloroform in these movies. Because yes, it does knock somebody out, but it takes several. It takes like up to five minutes of them the constantly breathing in the fumes for it to knock out somebody. It doesn't just knock them out immediately. Well, as your second leading ask expert on how chloroform works, yes, so he <laughs> uses it for medical reasons. You use it for diabolical reasons. Infamous or fun or Friday night. <laughs> it just depends how much, how much I've had to drink, and how fucking close you put it on the mouth. Anyway, um, how big is Junior? I'm not a big fucking dude. I clock in. I think I'm about like 180, probably Junior six foot three. I think Junior's maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, or I think Junior's probably five a, a good a good five nine five ten ish, but I think he's got again. I think he's got that fucktard strength. Not not maybe not Zeke, <laughs> but, I, but you can tell he works on a farm. I think he's I think he's in shape. I think he's got he's probably stronger than he looks. So he's probably asking George where the rabbits are, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. You know, uh, a, little, yeah. a little Lenny there. Mm-hmm. Well, what I was going to bring up earlier though, if Junior was on the tractor with Agnes whoever, which we're about to discover is the, one of the killers or whatever, gets Wayne on that. How did that person yep. get Wayne on Because Wayne was a chubby guy. He was yeah. not a light He was not Unless a light feather. Unless they tricked him, like, hey, you're going to be part of this act and then had him tied down, which could have happened. But, but mm. I love uh, when Agnes, wow, that's such a terrible name and easy to remember. It's <laughs> like, no, Wayne wouldn't shut the fuck up. Yep. He um, loves to hear himself talk. He would never he would never gag himself. That sounds yeah. familiar. Or let himself that, be gagged. Who do we know that who that does that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna pee for a second. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you guys. Out of my dick hole. Uh, okay. All right, so um where were the chloroform. Yes, yeah, so they're knocked out. Agnes wakes up. If you touch those chip bags, He's a- <laughs> my God. <laughs> God. Jesus oh Christ. So just so we have the, uh, I've got to give the visual, uh, because I am a guy, especially when I would drink a lot, I would have to take a piss all the time. But Marshall has been very understanding <laughs> with me. I'm quiet. I do it real quick. But uh, Nachos just got up because he had to piss. But he also took the bag of Cheez-Its into the bathroom that Marshall is not letting me because it's like... <laughs> 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 I don't know if that's him sucking a dick or anything. <laughs> I don't know. But, <laughs> so, yes, the chloroform is ridiculous. Yeah. So, Agnes wakes up duct taped to a chair in a wooden shed. In comes Junior, who starts his monologue. And he talks about how one year ago they both witnessed the death of Lily, that it was something they shared together. Now, um, I, I will say. Mm-hmm. Is that me? I don't know. Um, I will say I had forgotten that that first scene weirded me out so bad whenever the death had happened with Lily and that guy staring at her weird. Yeah. I noted it in my head like, well, that's fucking weird. I forgot all about that. And then I go, oh, that was Junior. Yes. Until this moment. Um, so uh, he tells her that he felt surge of absolute horror in him and there's nothing like it and that it was. That he was as shocked as anyone to see Lily on fire. So he got his rocks off by like sharing the moment with somebody. Yeah. Uh, he tells her that his mother soaked the platform Lily was on in gasoline, and then you know that and then tied Lily up to it like over. And this tight. is where I'll say that they lightly touch on 
Bates Motel, like Psycho, a mother and a son that are both psychotic. Only in this case, the mother's not dead. But they dress her up to look like Ma- Mother Bates from Psycho. That, I didn't get that. At that's all. What, that's what I got. But you good know, connection, Coffee Doug. I didn't. I didn't pick up on that one. Um, so uh, next, he tells her that there's uh, that she's the reason that they're here. When he looked up into her eyes as Lily died, it allowed him to experience her anguish. He says it's hard to explain that it's something she has to see to understand that, and that he has something that they'll both enjoy. With that, he gets up, leaves, and comes back with the kidnapped girl over his shoulder. He places her in a chair directly across from Agnes and pulls out a large knife. He says to Agnes, what could be more terrifying than watching someone slowly die? He tells her to soak it in. With that, Junior places the knife to the girl's throat, slices her neck open, and it's a and I will say this is a pretty decent nice night uh, neck slitting effect. It I've certainly seen a hell of a lot worse, but this one's not terrible. Sure, it's not great. Notches looks very disagreeing with that one. He does not think that. No, he just shakes his he head. He didn't like it. He's not even speaking it, boy. He's just like no, boo. Yeah, <laughs> boo. Um, so um. Junior gets pissed when Agnes closes her, her eyes and looks away. He grabs Agnes, holds her head, like forcing her to look at the girl as she dies. Like basically shoves her face into her slit neck. Like, just... Also, this chick is super chill about having her fucking throat slit. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> no fight. You're not like tied to the chair. I'm Whatever. And just yeah. a few seconds before that, when Junior sat in the empty chair and touched the girl on the leg, that girl was like, ah, freaking the fuck out mm-hmm. from him touching her leg. I do kind of agree that you're right. Like, when they had the girl, you figure she'd be, or was she unconscious? You know what? She might have been doped up. Okay. Doped. I don't remember. Okay. Um, She's like, this so, isn't Bam Margera. How'd you trick me into this? <laughs> so, strange girl, she's dead. Junior uh, calms down now and, and saying that it's okay, it's okay, that he actually has something better planned. And that he goes, and that he has to go help Mother put Clyde in the guillotine. He tells her he'll be right back, and then leaves the shed, leaving Agnes alone. We cut to Junior and Mother leading Clyde to the guillotine. Uh, they order him to get in it. He refuses, so the mom just shoots him in the leg. <laughs> Why? Get, make him get up on the fucking stage, then shoot him in the leg. Cause then he, also, I love that you said guillotine because they go back and forth by calling it a guillotine and a guillotine several times in this film. Yes. Uh, Not that I'm nitpicking. Uh, well, that's what we do here. We pick those nits, yeah. as Aaron likes to say. I'm gonna. Don't even give me started. He accuses me of that quite often of picking those nits, but uh, it's my job. It's what yeah, we do. That's what you're here to uh, do. Junior goes to get Agnes and finds that she has escaped the shed. To no surprise. Oh, you think? Uh, cut to Agnes running down the trail. She comes to the gas station scene and finds a Kimbo duct taped to a gas pump. <laughs> what is he saying? Don't get too close. Yeah. He because... shouts out, stop, stop. Don't come in closer. And he's like, there's a phone in the haunted house. And as soon as he says, yeah, he just explodes in the flames. You don't even get that boom. NPC conversation. Nope. He's just a, a, a flam, a go. Man, we're just tag teaming that toilet. Bar. Yeah, you guys are. Just one after another. Tag God team damn. back again. Empty them bladders, because that's what we do, friend. It's <laughs> a, a new song. Jesus. All right. Um, hey, Marshall. Yes. What's a ghost's favorite lunch meat? Bouloni? You're good. <laughs> he cracked the code. <laughs> Was that really the... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it's the more obnoxious you say it, the better it is. Oh. Bouloni. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, 
And Marshall. Yeah. Why, why didn't the uh, skeleton cross the road? Because uh, he was too... Bonafide? Yeah, bonafide. I was going to say bon... Yeah, okay. Because he didn't have any guts. Ah, yeah. damn it. Yep, that's it. I've heard that before. I knew I've heard it before. Didn't have any guts. Okay. Got another one? Yeah. Um, why you did... check Nacho stand-up routine at the... Here's my hot five, everybody. I've been... <laughs> Tighten this one up for about six years. <laughs> hey, did you hear about the thing? The why the ghost went to the bar? No, I didn't. Why did the ghost go to the bar? Because they like to drink spirits. Oh! <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Now, as soon as Doug gets back to the table, we can move on. Hey, Marshall, did you hear about? <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say. <laughs> you guys don't do like joke breaks while somebody's taking a piss or something. So, um, so yeah, so yeah, Gimbal just blows up in a fireball at this point out of nowhere. Um, and, and I will say this is one of the scenes. Um, it's very, very, very brief. But this is one of the few scenes that is used in both this movie and Hallow's Eve as well. Oh, what? This, this gas station exploding gas pump, they show up briefly in Hallow's Eve too. And then they use it again in this movie as well. Dude, that's weird because in my cut, Akimbo said, Hey, Agnes, check out my human torch impersonation. Mm. Flame on! Flame on. <laughs> that's, yeah. Well done. I wish I would have thought of that one actually. It's in the movie. That, you <laughs> that gotta watch edit the was real cut. fast and shit too. Like, did you know? I mean, it was quick. I don't know. I don't, it, was, <sighs> it was weird the way they did that. Yeah, it's really quick. It's it's so fast. It's awkward. Yeah, like, it's, it's almost it, like there was terrible editing in this movie. Almost, uh, almost, almost. Yes. So Agnes, Edward just, James, almost. almost. Uh, Agnes just leaves. Akimbo dead. She just moves on. She's like, whatever. She makes it to the haunted house. Enters through a back door, I believe. I she finds a phone, but it's not plugged in. Junior comes in behind her, calling out her name. She runs off. Next is a bunch of cat and mouse hiding, hiding chase shots of Junior stalking Agnes through the haunted house. Which, again, this is supposed to be like, what, opening night or night two of this super successful, important haunted house? Yes. And there's nobody in this haunted house. There's nobody going through this thing at all. Well, I think they, they said earlier that this was like the last shift, the last roundabout kind of thing. Or was that the night before? That was, the night, that was before. the night before. Well, yeah. that's I'm, when I'm, Wayne died. That was in, They were on the last. This is like. All right. Sorry, movie. You're on your own. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like, yeah, right in the middle of everything. Hmm. Um, so um, as she sneaks through the house, at one point, Zeke's dead body falls out in front of her from a closet or something. He was like, there's dead Zeke. Um then Andrew rushes in behind her with his rifle because he's this guy loves his rifle. Um, saying that we've been through this before, Missy. Agnes asks, like, hey, are you in on this too? Um, Agnes, Andrew starts counting down from five for some reason. I'm, that's just a weird thing. Like, yeah, what in the Looney Tunes is this shit? I didn't get that. I didn't at get all. this either. Like, I'm gonna I count down it. from five. I'm like, okay. Oh, I wanted them to do the space balls. Five, three. Hey, you forgot four. Oh. Yes, I did. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't understand. Like, what's his plan? Is he just, just going to shoot her in the face well, in the middle of this think, haunted house? Is that he the plan? in on it? That's now that they, I think about it, is he one of the killers? I think so. I guess. Because, okay, so he backs her with a gun. 
Agnes grabs an axe, swings at him, hitting him in the arm. This is pretty funny. And then he goes, uh, he's like, prop axe, bitch. And then hits her across the face with the butt of his rifle, setting her reeling against the wall. And I call bullshit on that because one, either or Agnes has the world's toughest fucking jaw. Yeah. Because she should have been knocked the fuck out from that shit. <laughs> like when fucking uh, Tiny Zeus Lizard knocks out what's-his-name in fucking Friday, man. You got knocked the fuck out! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, but she... That should knock anybody out. He cold cocks that bitch with, the, with see, that rifle. See, Marshall, what you didn't know is I got mind control over Debo. When he shows up, I stop talking. When he's gone, I'm talking again. <laughs> okay. That's my bike. All right. I love how his fucking arms, how Red's arms in fucking Friday, like what he's running, his floppy arms, because it's just like the chick in Lake Fear 3. Damn! Because <laughs> it's Friday. It's all you ain't got no job, <laughs> and you ain't connected. got shit to do. So, Michael Myers taking a shit over there. Um... <laughs> Anyway, so instead of being knocked out cold, Agnes just basically hits the wall and bounces right off of it and then charges Andrew. This time he hits her in the stomach with the rifle. Agnes drops to a knee. Andrew goes to hit her again, but this time Agnes grabs the gun uh, from him and he hit, goes to hit him with the butt of the gun. So the, the barrel is pointing at Andrew. She grabs the gun. They struggle. The gun goes off. Andrew gets shot in the head. He's dead. Um... And of course, all this is going on. Like I said, there, and there, while this is going on, we get keep getting insert shots of all the the, the park just filled with customers and the hate tractors going down the hayride, and the place is just buzzing. Like it might as well be fucking Disney World because it's just crowded and packed. And again, I just way like I do think Andrew was in on it because why else would he be like, "Rose again, bitch! I'm gonna count down to five and I'm gonna kill you." Like why not be like, "What are you doing here?" Like, get like out. Like, a he, normal guy. Yeah, yeah he just goes straight to, like, "I'm gonna shoot this bitch" for like uh, no reason. There's no he. There's never really any reason to, like why he would just straight want to kill her unless he's in on it. I think Andrew would have been if uh, benefited from on the rifle. There's the arrow that says. Pointy boom boom in goes yeah. this way. <laughs> That's like on the, the C4, yep. uh, the C4 mine. Actually, uh, this Claymore, way. Claymore. Claymore. Yeah. What did I say? I said C4. Claymore Same mines. Same thing. Uh, it actually says, like, uh, uh, point this way this towards, towards enemies. enemies. Yeah, this way towards enemies. Uh, I found that funny when we learned to uh, set those things up in, in basic. They're like, oh, it really does say this way towards enemies. Yeah. <laughs> really, oh, they dumbed that shit down for yeah. you when it comes to that. <laughs> I just used to do that in State Park. <laughs> I've said too much. Um, so back at the guillotine, uh, the guillotine scene, the mother is now dressed up in her costume, which is the same one we saw earlier. So it's now we find out she's the one that's been wearing the black rose with the scarecrow mask and the shitty hair. Um, and uh, this, this quote unquote scarecrow mask, uh, which like I said, I don't consider that a scarecrow at all. Did anybody else think that's a scarecrow? No, it was like, eh, I'll tell you guys later. Yeah. It's like a better movie. Okay. Um, Clyde is yelling at her and, and, and shit-talking her, which is always a good idea to shit-talk the people that are about to murder you. Um, hey, fuck it. What's the worst that's going to happen? Yeah. You die? <laughs> uh, he's like, what's wrong with you, you fucking bitch? Blah, blah, blah. And she just says that everything is more fun when it's real. So Agnes exits the haunted house, has to make her way through the crowded sea of customers. Junior exits closely behind her. He grabs a megaphone from somewhere, some bullhorn. And starts taunting her over it with it while she's running through the crowd. 
Uh, the funny, the best part of this that made me laugh, I don't know about you guys, is the moment where he gets rid of the megaphone. He's, he's walking by this guy and just like he takes it and kind of like slams, slams it his, into the guy's chest. He's like, and then the guy next to him, he just reaches up and like smacks the guy's popcorn out of his hand <laughs> yeah. for no reason. For no reason whatsoever. He's like, fuck that popcorn. Uh, if you're going to be evil. Yeah. <laughs> um, you go back to the guillotine scene as a tractor pulls up to watch the scene unfold. Clyde yells out for help saying that they really have him tied up. But again, of course, everyone thinks it's just part of the show. Um, Junior hops down off the tractor. So he's now somehow let Agnes go. Like he went from the front of the park, ran all the way down the trail to wherever he was, got onto a tractor just to jump off as it got to this scene. So, whew. Yeah, the continuity in that, was everything was weird about yeah, that. Like, oh, the I, editing is dog shit yeah. in this movie. Um, so uh, he joins Mother... Uh, up, up on the stage next to Clyde. More shots of Agnes running through the park in the corn and Junior toying with and taunting Clyde with the, uh, you know, pretending that he's going to drop the blade down on him but doesn't, all this shit. Um, uh, Junior tells the tractor driver to shut it off, shut down the tractor so everyone can watch and hear what he has to say. Oh, big presentation. Yes, he addresses the crowd and asks them um, uh, who, who all here want to see him whack this guy's head off and he does like this whole Triple H DX thing where crowd's gonna work dumb. Like he's like, who wants to see me cut this guy's head off? Like yeah, he's like, and he's like, no, I said, who wants to see me cut this like very DX yeah. Triple H? He's like, yeah. like yeah, that's what I want. He's getting you know, all worked up in the showmanship of this shit. All of three people are like, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Marty from Scare Park runs out and <laughs> er, wait, almost the same movie. Almost Sorry, the same. My movie. bad. Um, Agnes finally fucking shows up, still has the rifle on hand. So good for her at that point. He orders Junior to release Clyde. I'm just getting nobody me- seems to mind that you have this woman running around a park with a giant fucking rifle. Like it's a, yeah. that's not something you see at a haunted house. Chainsaws, knives, sure. Guns? Yeah. A giant rifle? Skinny, so skinny, pretty chick with a bad attitude with a rifle. I'm like, uh, is this a new trope? Are we done with scary clowns? Now we're into like mean chicks? Yeah. Now okay. we're in, like, yeah, gothy bitch chicks with guns? I, I don't know. I'm okay with that. Um, so uh, she orders uh, Junior to release Clyde. He does not. Junior Clyde tells Junior to eat a dick. <laughs> not the best thing to say to somebody, you know, who's holding your life in your hand. So Junior releases the rope. The blade drops on the back of Clyde's neck. Blood sprays all over Junior's face. The crowd goes crazy and cheers. Even though we don't see anything. That's the yeah. thing. We don't see it. And that kind of, don't get me wrong. I mean, they did have the tractor kill and stuff like that. But this one, I felt like they could have done something. Yeah. Like, dead, dead, dead serious. But it turns out that it wasn't a clean chop and that Clyde's still alive somehow. Seeing that he's still alive, Junior says, oh, the wood's warped. The Akimbo was supposed to fix that. Oh, well, twosies, and starts to pull the rope back up, raising the blade up again. Now, I will say, when they raise the blade uh, before that all happened, I go, I wonder if back in the day, if it didn't completely chop people's heads off sometimes and would get stuck. Oh, they just sent them home. And then they did it. (laughs) Yeah. So, I don't know. I could see that happening. I kind of liked that it messed up, but we still should have seen it. We should have seen the hit both times. Right. Mm. I mean... Um, well, you spent all your money on Bam Margera. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking burnt Samoan nipples or yeah. whatever to fucking have any special effects. So, 
Uh, Agnes aims the rifle at Junior, but the mother pulls out a handgun from behind her back, telling Agnes to drop it. Cunt. They dropped the scene. Yeah, I know. Even I was like, <gasps> I was not expecting that one. In this. Yeah, us terrible misogynistic monsters who say the worst things ever. <laughs> yes. Even I was offended. <laughs> My cunt was a little soft. Our UK cunt was a little softy. Sorry. Um, you say it with a K, you're okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Agnes shoots the mom, killing her. She's like, bang, dead. Um, Junior takes this surprisingly well watching his mother just get shot in front of him. He's well, like, Christmas right. just got a lot easier yeah. this year. Um, saying she shouldn't have done that, but I guess that makes us even. Um, Clyde yells at Agnes to run. Junior releases the rope. The blade drops down, this time cutting off Clyde's head. Or so it would seem. Yeah, uh, which Cl- we don't see. Um, or so we don't see. <laughs> yeah. uh, Clyde- Agnes runs away as a tractor starts up and drives off down the path. So Again, she, nobody seems to pay attention. They still thinks this is all part of the show. Did she run away because the gun quit working or was out of bullets? Yeah. Or, I, okay. like the gun, she tries to shoot. It didn't work, so uh. she just runs off. Junior catches up to Agnes, tackles her to the ground. They struggle. While he's on top of her, he says to her, We have so much in common. Now you'll never forget that feeling. What it's like to take someone's life. How did that feel? You saw the memory of someone dying staying with you. You never forget the killing, the feeling of killing someone yourself. At this point, Junior then kisses her on the lips, and that's unconsensually. When, and that's when Agnes stabs him in the stomach. How? Because I have no idea. Because I have zero fucking clue where she got that knife from at all. Don't know where that came from. It was the butterfly necklace. I got nothing, but that would make <laughs> so much more sense. Fuck. Junior rolls off her, saying that she has to do better than that, Agnes. Um, so Agnes starts stabbing him repeatedly in the chest. And with each stab, Junior says, like, shit, yeah, like, that's it. Go for it. Woo, yeah, look at me, Agnes. Look at me. And, you know, he's trying to be all crazy. Agnes pulls the knife out, raises it for one last stab. Junior looks her in the eyes and says, I always knew we would have our moment. Agnes stabs him in the heart. We cut to Agnes covered in blood, walking through the crowd. Stabbed through the heart. Mm-hmm. And it's... Anyway, let's just wrap this up. Um, <laughs> Agnes is covered in blood, walking through the crowd, blackout. Hey, real cut quick. To, okay. I'm sorry. The dad early on when you met the dad that is the true owner in real life. What's that guy's name again? The character? Yeah. Andrew. Andrew Bates. Okay. Yeah. So Junior would truly be an Andrew Bates also. But I would guess so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, Agnes, the crowd, blah, blah, blah. We cut to a pair of girls exiting uh, one of the attractions, which I think is the church, which we see in both this movie and the other movie. Um, finding Junior's dead body, which of course they think is just a prop. And like, oh, look, it's just a prop. Ha, ha. And they say, ew, that's gross. So they step over Junior. And of course, as they step over Junior, Junior reaches a hand out, grabs one of their ankles, blackout, roll credits. How the fuck would he still be alive? He wouldn't. Anyway, that's the fucking movie. Sequel bait. And sequel let's bait. hope there's not a sequel. Well, and funny you should say that because... Oh, no, boy. I'm just <laughs> You got me, bud. That, that was, was good. good. That was good. <laughs> All right, with that said, let's move on to this week's favorite kills. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. All right, uh... You know, it's been a long time, so we're going to let Mr. Coffee Doug Jones go first. Doug, what is your favorite kill well, for this movie? I'm going to take the easy one and say the tractor. That's what they probably spent the most money on. And, you know, they had two people 
in the tractor's way, you know, but it didn't. I guess it didn't. I guess Dracula, shirtless Dracula, never died in this movie, did he? No, he got run over by the thresher. He did too. Okay, okay, okay. I just remember the topless girl getting run over and then shirtless Dracula. Yeah, that's the easy one. That's the, the one two I'll topless people, yes. <laughs> yes, 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 the two topless Though people. Though he had a shirt on. Huh. Which did make hmm. me wonder. I was going to ask you guys this too. So you've seen a million of these kinds of movies that are obviously low budget in a somewhat small town horror movie. When they get a girl to do, and a guy, whatever, a sex scene, and it's, I wonder how they promote it to him. Like, we're not really going to pay you any money. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to go be nude on film. They make him a producer. Forever. Yeah. I guess. It's like, how do they convince I wonder them? that myself all the time, like, especially in these low, super low, but like, how do they convince the girls to go topless in these movies? Unless it's these girls that are trying to be, you got to, you know, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. And I, I don't know. You want to be a star, don't you? I guess. Okay. Unless they, like, I know it's like, like I would, I don't know. Maybe like, hey, let's go get a stripper from down the road somewhere. Maybe. You wouldn't maybe. pay her a thousand bucks or something. I don't know. Yeah. You're not wrong, Doug. Yeah. I don't so, know. the tractor. That's okay. The, yeah. Fine. It's fine. Fair game. Nachos. Exact same thing because I think this was the most quote unquote gore we've seen in the movie mm-hmm. because it was fucking legit. Somebody took a hamper sprayed barbecue sauce on it and <laughs> just threw it into the thresher and that's it. Hmm. So no, no more barbecue. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, clean sweep again. Go, gotta go with the the tractor, the harvester, thresher, whatever you want to call it. I mean, um, what else was there? Yeah, there really the is... not decapitation. The dude not getting sold in half, or yeah, what? The I, shotgun. I, and also, like, I, I, I was gonna try and remember in case I don't remember to bring it up later, but almost the other kills were all staged. None of them were like just spontaneous, like walking around. Oh, the cure pops up, stab you're dead. They're all staged in these scenes, to, so they're not like. I guess the girl getting burnt in the beginning wasn't that bad. I mean, it actually kind of showed her getting burnt, kind of, and her screaming. Even the guy by the gas station, you didn't hear any yelling or nothing. He just blew up. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But yeah, it's got to be the thresher. I mean, the the, the harvester, whatever. I agree. We're going to clean that That's a consensus, right? Yeah. All right. All right, moving on. Just when you thought it was over, here comes the odds and ends. All right, ratings. IMDb gives it a 3.1 out of 10. That is fucking generous. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, there is no official thermometer score, but it has an 11% audience score. Ah, uh, wow. That's a low one. Yeah. Out of 10? Uh, out of 100. I, I know. No. I mean, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, Amazon. Who wants to guess what Amazon gave it? Well, I do remember that you say Amazon tends to be a little higher years ago it mm-hmm. did. So I'm going to go... 4.5. 4.5. Jesus Christ. Okay, okay 4.5. I'll go 4.4. 4.4. Just price is right. I sure did. did. <laughs> All right, fair enough. You both are wrong, but I guess we're playing post. 3.3 and a half out of 5 Ooh, on Amazon. Okay. Like I said, way too generous. Um, plucky words. There are 20 total plucky words, but nothing fun or surprising, so we're skipping over it. Um, corn? <laughs> corn, yeah. Uh, trivia. Uh, we already mentioned Ryan Dunn dying, but apparently cast member Rocco A. Amato uh, and Matthew Hughes, along with Ryan Dunn, all passed away before this film was released. Maddie Hughes? Maddie Hughes. Not the... Oh God, not, not Maddie Hughes. Not Matt he Hughes. has to smell my thermos. <laughs> so there's three people that died? Like, that apparently, were in this movie from embarrassment. before the film? Wow. Before, I'm actually... I'm curious now as to who those people were. I'm going to look them up it's, real quick. It's not Clyde. I think it's got to be a Kimbo. Well, Amato sounds like maybe a Kimbo. Um, that's racist. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of crazy, though. Uh, like the poltergeist curse or whatever, you know, multiple people dying. Yeah. The, the Batesageist poll. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, let's see. Ryan Dunn. 
Uh, Rocco Ayamato was manager Milton. Oh, he's the guy that she worked for at the pizza place, right? That lovable yeah, character. Maybe. Okay. I, maybe. Who stole and the show? Matt Hughes. Let's see. Matt Hughes. Matt Hughes. I don't even He's been see. Patreoning us from behind the grave? <laughs> he could I don't have been, even see the name He could have been on Matt the crew or something, you know? Yeah, like. I don't. He's not listed in the. I'm not even seeing him listed in the cast. So let's see real quick. Let's go deep dive here. Uh, Matt Hughes, Matt Hughes. This is fascinating entertainment, I know, but <laughs> Patreon level content for free. Yep. Yes, uh, we'll put it behind bars here, friends. Yeah, I don't see him in the cast. Uh, choreography. Yeah, I don't know who he is or where he, where he worked on this. I don't see him. And I'm he was gonna... the wheel. He was the wheel. Well, if it was on IMDb trivia, it has to be true, Marshall. Yeah, you know it has to be. <laughs> uh, but I'm not seeing them on the cast list, so we're gonna move on. Okay. Um, so, uh, let's see. We already talked about the scene. It said the Bates Motown Haunted Hayrides, real life Halloween attraction in Glen Mills, Pennsylvania. Like I said, this is the second movie that's done the show that filmed Bates Motown Haunted Hayride. Um, and just so you know, I just looked it up because this was filmed back in 2000, what? what I think I 11? 12. 2012. Um, Bates Motel and Haunted Hayride is still open to this day. I'm actually looking at their, uh, their website right now. With uh, all the murders, all the murders. They just, think, I guess, they're using it to, uh, you know, pr- promote themselves. But it's a base motel, haunted, uh, haunted hayride, haunted house. Uh, they have a base mobile adventure. They have a base motel escape room. They wow. have laser tag. They've really expanded, apparently. Laser uh, tag. On Doug, be a monster. Click here about working. Hey. Go work at the base motel. Yeah. You can do it. Maybe you can meet shirtless Dracula. Uh-huh. Uh, or become the new. Uh-huh. Yeah, become new shirtless Dracula. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, they're still um, dreams. nationally ranked top five best, apparently, according to America Haunts. Oh, what wow. do they fucking know? Uh, sponsored by Fangoria. <laughs> CN- featured on Fangoria, CNN Travel, and sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts right now, apparently. There you go. CNN Travel, best haunted house in America. I don't know. I think the darkness would have something to say about that one. Vouch. Um, so, but anyway, they're still open. So if you guys are in uh, Pennsylvania or want to take a tour, go. you can go check them out. They're there. They're still Hit going. Up. So, yeah, uh, kind of cool. Um, that's it. That's all I got for trivia. Not much. So let's move on to Mortal Kombat Combat. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. In the end, when the dust settles, who will be left standing after Mortal Kombat combat? All right, so there we go. Um, now, um, I do have one more clip I did capture from our 75th episode that I wanted to play real quick before we got into reviews because there's I, it's a little something I got a, a nitpick, which is what I do. Pick the nits, I want to say. So, are you all right over there? No. No. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, this is uh, Doug. This is this is you. I know what you're going to play already. Are, are you, you? Yeah, I do. Now, let me All ask right. you this, Marshall. When <laughs> yeah. you go and you look, do you just pick random reviews off IMDb? Um, I, every now and then I get one off IMDb, but most of them I get from Amazon because um, there are categories like five-star, one-star, and I can give. And I'll go there, and I will just start, start reading each and every review. I just try to find ones that make me laugh or I think are the, yeah. the most entertaining. I just And I copy those down. Thank you for telling me that because my thought was – 
I need to get on there and I need to leave a fucking review and see if Marshall picks my review. I'm like, this movie sucks a bag of dicks. And I swear to God, if anybody like reviews this on a podcast, I'm going to show up at their house and he'll, you just know in the middle of the night, yeah. drinking a beer, he'll be like, Fucking dog, that's gotta be it. I'll be, I'll be like, two, my my handle will be like two finger Tina loves a bunch of anal. <laughs> two finger Tina. I'll create a whole new account. So be on the boards looking for me, buddy. I'll be keeping an eye for two finger I'm coming. Tina. <laughs> so there's the clip. And it's been six years. Yes. And I have yet to know it's a two-finger Tina, Doug. You have not held up your end of the bargain on this. You're right. In my defense, I listened to that podcast yesterday. I re-listened to it because Marshall did tell me to re-watch Hallow's Eve and listen to the podcast. I didn't even remember that that we had talked about the Bates haunting, you know. Um, better part of a half a decade, yeah, you know. Well, Fuck. in my defense, I was, I am sure, was quite a few beers in, maybe a couple Jello shots. And it really disappoints me in my heart that I have not done that to you yet. So maybe I'll write it in my little notebook here and maybe I'll get you sometime down the road. You're right. That's a fail on my part. But if you would like to know uh, more, about, more about Two Finger Tina, as yes. I can't believe I forgot about Two Finger Tina myself. But I, now that I remember Two Finger Tina, I never want to forget again. Yes. You can go back and watch uh, Hallow's Eve and then listen to episode 75 and learn more about Two Finger Tina. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yes, not just okay. Dead serious. When you guys did Silent Night, Deadly Night four, mm-hmm. I was like, I have to do part five. I have to write a review and leave it on there so you guys would find it. <laughs> but apparently, you can't say fuck a whole lot <laughs> on the message board. So, uh, well, when you did part five, things didn't come to fruition. We had the same idea though. Yeah, <laughs> you and I were not so different, Two Figatina. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, all right, this week, Mortal Kombat Comic, we got 83 total reviews on Amazon. 41% of them are five stars. Jesus Christ. With 25% being one star. Ooh, I bet you one of the buzzwords was Bam Margera. Um, it's worth five stars. From Kim. It was fun making this movie and had a blast being a part of it. We worked hard and long hours, and I would say it turned out amazing. Um. So, Aaron, we always love the fact when we find reviews from people who actually worked on the movies. Sure. Uh, I looked this up. Turns out Kim, the only person with the name Kim in the entire cast. Akimbo. Nope. Damn. That's the character's name, not the actress. Uh, she is the girl who I believe is the girl who gets kidnapped and gets her throat slit. Oh, okay. She's throat slit girl, I believe. I told you I'd now, make it in Hollywood, Mom. <laughs> to their credit, making this movie probably was a fucking lot of fun. Probably. You know what I mean? And like, really it was cheap. probably a great time. Yeah. Um, you know, to Kyle Ozuliski. Uh It was fun. Oh, no. God damn it. I did it again. I've done that twice now. Like, two times in a row. I've, I've copied and pasted the same. Jeez, Marshall. What the Review heck? for somebody else. Fuck. What is wrong with you? Now I may wonder what he wrote. It was good. It was, I wrote his name down. I don't remember what it was. We have to move on. It was like racist as fuck. So I'm <laughs> glad we skipped it. He said, you let all those ethnicities do that thing? Oh. Um, so moving on to so Amazon customer. Um, this one makes me scratch my head. And I, I go, hmm, what? At the end of this one? Every episode has an ending that leaves you yearning for the next one. I wish the show was on every day. <laughs> See, like um, I said, it what? could have been a TV show. Um, 
very confused by that. They meant Bates Motel, the fucking TV show. I wonder if that's what it was, the Bates. That uh, has to be it. Yeah. Yeah. So he obviously did not check what he was. That's a uh, good call, yeah. That's exactly was it actually called the Bates Motel or was it just called like Bates? I think uh, it was Bates Motel. I think uh, yeah. Bates hey, Motel. and if any of our listeners out there want to know, why don't you call in the hotline number? What's that's, that that's, number? That's 740-4-SUCK-IT. Uh, you oh, can geez. call that in. That number one more time. 740-4-SUCK-IT. Leave right. us any, any little message you want. If you uh, hate your girlfriend or your head fell off at work or you, you don't like things. Yeah, or if you're in a shitty horror movie and you wanted to, uh, you know, Talk about on the show and let us know. We'll Let's that give them something to talk, talk about. about. Talk about shitty horse horse. Now you got me doing it. Now we're going to start doing this like in harmony. Jesus hey, Christ. with you guys both doing separate podcasts, you know, talking about all these horrible movies, have you ever had people come at you on the internet from the movie? Like, yeah. like whether it's on your Facebook or whatever. We have. You have? Yeah, we've had. That's a question for Marshall. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Just writing it, like, obviously not email, but where they hit you up on Facebook or something? Or angry we... Carrier Pigeon. It was yeah. very yeah. odd, Doug. It was yeah, very odd. Yeah, I got a very, very Angry Carrier Pigeon came to like my Like a door. director or, a, or one of the stars? Uh, we've or... had, we've had, the director, we've had fans of the movie. Well, fans, the cinematographer. We've had, we've had a cinematographer guy who, the cinematographer and producer. We've had uh, just message you and say you guys are full of shit. Or sometimes, you know, some yeah. guys like, hey, I actually like it. Uh, we like scare zone. We've had people come up like, oh, we actually like what you said. It was hilarious. We we've had both good and bad. Huh. Um, when we did Killer Unicorn, the gay director, whoo, he did not like what we had to say about it, even though we weren't like trashing it badly was he We're, being dramatic he, yeah <laughs> he was like basically like you're you're straight you don't get it like dude we never said we weren't weren't straight or gay yeah. like it's like we even said like this might be thinking gay we, but he yeah we, that became a whole thing huh. uh we had was he being a real dq about we it? we had um fans on facebook rip us apart for a movie that uh we did not like um and they're just like, well, they're just being mean for trying to, you know, they're just trying to do it for mean sake, trying to be funny or agree. But like, no, we just didn't like your movie. It's a shitty movie. Um, and that was on the heels. That's the guy directed it who we were actually supposed to have on the show for an interview. And then Aaron, <laughs> <laughs> that's the guy Aaron trashes me like, this guy, this movie sucked. It's awful, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, he's like yeah, and then they come on to the interview. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we wanted to interview him because he was in a movie that we loved. He yeah. played a character in Don't Fuck in the Woods. He, uh, I love that movie. It's a great movie. And was he, he Nadia White? Ass Fuck Queen Nadia White? No. Nadia White, Ass Fuck Queen, yeah. And um, she's in part two. She is in part two. Outside. Which is it's, which should be out in December, I think, for it. You can get it. You Dude. can get it in December, I believe. Anyway, I'm ready. Um, so we wanted him on because we want to talk about that because we loved him in it. He was, was so yeah. good. He was the but, chonk, chonky stoner, right? Yes, yes. Nice. Uh, Roman Jostart was his name. Yeah! And, uh, but then he went on to direct a movie called How- Campground the Requill. Okay. Which, and we were like, what the fuck is this? We watched it, and it was a terrible movie. And like, you and guys gave that to me for my birthday when we were at uh, Blackthorn. Okay. And you're like, oh, we got pictures. And I'm just drinking pictures <laughs> of Long Island iced teas like a fucking insane person. Yes. <laughs> and, and so your head he was did not about come ready. on to the interview. And his fans yeah. attacked us on Facebook when we posted. He's like, they're just doing it. Just blah, blah, blah. And then we've had other direct. We had another director. And we had the cinematographer who did uh, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Claus. Claus and Party Night and uh, Teachers Wanted, Teachers Teacher Shortage. Thank you. Uh, Talked to us on Instagram. We've had, and then we had. Um, God, there's somebody else I'm forgetting off the top of my head too. But yeah, we have had that. Yeah. Uh, did you guys have Vintage Asante from uh, Never Hike Alone? No, we didn't. That was. Oh your guys. wait, that's. My <laughs> I guess that is a thing you kind of run into though, like when you know if you. 
if you're trying to critique the movies and stuff, what really sucks is you like this guy in this role for this movie, but down the road they directed something in your minds was shit. Yeah. And then now you just, you know, now, now it's like, no, I don't want to be on your podcast because of that. It's same scenario. I bet you Charles Bronson wasn't a very good chef, you know? So I love Charles Bronson and Death Wish and all that shit, but I don't think I'd go to his restaurant if he was alive or had a restaurant. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> yeah. Have the Death Wish uh, burger. <laughs> so uh, Casey F. Nielsen writes, I'm a lifelong horror fan. There's an, there we go. You know what's good when they always have to they always have to let you know that they're horror fans and that we love horror. And there's a lot out there, especially streaming, that can be spending uh, that you can be spending your time watching. A lot of it's pretty horrible. I can assure you, this one is not as horrible as those movies, and is a good time. What do you mean those movies? Don't go into this wanting to take everything seriously. The base haunting has more of a tone like the Hatchet movies. Nope. Old school styled horror can laugh at itself and hits the ground running, so you'll never be bored watching it. Kind of like Hobo with a Shotgun. What? Not at all. Not at all. Look at me about everything. What's worse than a boring horror movie? Nothing. Even that you're thinking, even that, that you're thinking right now as you're reading it, trust me, I've seen a lot of boring horror movies. I can go on and on about the Bates haunting and why you should watch it and in turn bore you out of watching it. I'm not going to do that. You've already done that. God damn. I can boil everything down into one line that will make or break you wanting to watch. Two people get eaten by a combine harvester. If you can't appreciate that, what are you doing reading reading reviews about horror movies? Go play Pogs with your neighbor kids or something instead. What? They still make those, right? Five stars. <laughs> uh, as a Pog yeah. defender, Alpha's back in a Pog form. Bart. Oh, God. Uh, did we watch the same movie? Because the pacing in this put my ass to sleep three separate times. Because sometimes you need to edit shit out of a scene. <laughs> yes. Or a podcast. Um, so let's move on to one stars. One star from Christopher Strewbridge. You're better off grabbing a bucket of popcorn and staring at a wall for an hour and a half. One star. From Momo F2 plus Kitty. Uh, the worst acting possible tricks you into thinking the Bates Motel psycho will be part of the movie. Raspberry Award for this movie. I set myself on fire to avoid watch, avoid having to ever watch this movie again. In the movie, the virgin is sacrificed by fire. She one was star. a virgin? Yeah, no one said she was a virgin. Yeah, they look like a virgin. How do you know? Uh, from Jennifer Eileen. So, so, so bad. Don't waste your time to watch this movie. One star. Steve Ross could not get past the first minutes. It was just that bad. One star. And lastly from Lex, awful could hear them talk through almost the whole movie. One star. I hate it when actors and actresses I know, talk through the whole. I hate it when they actually talk in the movie. It's like quiet. I'm trying to listen to the ambient noise. I mean, it makes me the... say, "Why she talk? Why she talk? Why she talk? God damn it! Why she talk? Why she talk?" So that's that's what we got this week. Um. Now let's uh, go back. Um, we're good. Don't, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. Let's uh, see where we're at this week. Uh, we're gonna car- let Doug start off again. Um, Doug, so yes. where are you, where are your final thoughts and or, or, uh, recommendations for this movie? Are you asking me like so bad it's scary? Oh yeah, so you, bad. We're it's, asking the question. Um, we asked the hard questions here. 
people are too afraid to ask. Now we've all watched our share of shit fucking movies. Yep. So yep. I think that it has desensitized me, and I've used this excuse before, but it's hard for me to put this in the so bad it's scary. I know there are people out there that like this. I could tell they probably had fun making it. They dropped the ball in certain situations. And I did watch Hallow's Eve before this. Mm-hmm. And that We're gonna come pissed, talk about that. pissed me off again. But <laughs> there are people that will like this. So it's kind of, you could have it on in the background while you're doing stuff. And you can enjoy it. And I did think some of the acting was fine. The main characters... Yeah. They were fine with it. Yeah. So I don't want to give it it's so bad it's scary, but it's also hard to say race out and get it right now. Well, you only give two options. So bad it's scary, so bad it's good. You get pick one. You got to uh, pick. No pressure. <laughs> uh, I liked it enough. So bad it's good. All right. All right. Nachos. Now, see, this is the difference. Well, <clears throat> Coffee Doug is in the corn bushes i'm more of in the corn stalks <laughs> Bring it with barbecue sauce <laughs> b- b- barbecue cold oh, i just i don't know man so like there are parts of this movie that are fun kind of and there's a lot of it that fucking isn't if you would have utilized um mm, techniques like editing a fucking movie <laughs> and not worry about padding out a runtime, well we might have interesting scenes are there fun characters well, one or two. Are there useless cameos? Yeah. Are there? Is there virtually no gore? Yep. Uh, on the corn thresher, that's fucking wet sweatpants on blades. But that fucking boob implant shit was good because we got <laughs> such good mileage out of that. Yeah. Um, like like Coffee Doug said, there is some decent acting, few and far in between. Um, I mean. There's no budget game, right? No, we've we are. Oh, no thank budget. God. Okay. <laughs> no, there is no budget game this week because I couldn't find the budget. Because this is fundamentally a fucking hour and twenty minute long commercial for a haunted house attraction. So I don't. What would that budget even be? Yeah. Exactly. I give this uh, three. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so bad it's fucking scary. And would I recommend it? I I don't know. No, I would that not. That is a good way to put it, though. Man, that haunted attraction in real life got so much publicity off of this. Oh, yeah, that and the other four. They yeah. got two movies yeah. off based yeah. on that. Yeah. Wow. So they're doing something. I mean, I got to say, you know what? I've never prob- been there. I can't experience it. But I got to say, they're doing something right. Because as far as I know, they've never made a movie at the darkness. Yeah. It, or or creepy, creep, scare creepy fest. World. Creepy world. world. Yeah, They've yeah. never made a movie there, and those places are huge, like world famous like, now, ones. Let's think about this for a minute. Now, so does Bates Motel? Does this like count as a tax write off? Like, there's some kind of fucking union <laughs> here uh, because because they're basically as a business as a business expense. They yeah. made a movie. Yeah, it's, like, an it's, LLC. A, it's really a commercial. <laughs> and Maybe. am I wrong? Didn't make its money back. Yeah. Uh, um. Maybe. So all right. <laughs> Here's how about you, Marshall? Here's where I'm at now. If, I'm not gonna play the clip again because it was about a minute and a half long, and we've already played it once. But at the beginning of the show, I, that first clip I played, I believe in that clip from the from 2016, when I first mentioned, "Hey, I watched Base Motel." I believe I said it was better. You did say than Hallow's Eve. Yes, you did. Now, <laughs> I did the same thing. I went back and watched Hallow's Eve twice. You fucking masochist. Yeah. 
He's and- a Cenobite. I swear to God, he's Marshall Head. And I probably watched this movie, I hate to say it, probably like eight times in the last two weeks. Wow. Um, now, do I stand by what I said in 2016? Is this movie... Well, first of all, okay, before I go back there, I'm going to say for this particular movie, so bad it's... Uh, scary. And not in the good, fun, scary way. Like a muck train or well, that's a muck so don't bad. Give a those, fuck. those are so bad. It's good. Um, here's my thing: the acting, yes, is probably pretty. De- it's decent. Agnes, Clyde, Octe, all three of them. Junior, it for the most part, they do fine jobs. They're good. I sure. have no problem with that. The editing, non-existent. Um, it's terrible. The storyline is fine, but does get boring in the middle. Um. There are scenes that are bad. The whole fucking cemetery music video, get that shit out. That doesn't need to fucking be there. Uh, Bam and Ryan Dunn, get them out. They would bring nothing to the movie. The kills are staged. Exception of the Harvester, they're all staged and lame. There's no like, you know, not like you see like, you know, Friday the 13th or my, you know, they pop around the corner. There's there's the killer with the chainsaw or something big and cool. It's just like they're all long drawn out boring stage scenes within a set or you know a scene in, in, in a hayride they and again it's this base motel they focus this one is pretty much just the the hayride and hollow's eve and other ones they focus more on like the haunted house the other aspects of the park this yeah. is just hayride yeah. so they really limited themselves to where what they could do how they could do it because it's such a limiting um well you know parameters that they, they, they put themselves in um and the other thing I didn't like about this one is the ending. Not so much, but I, the, the the motivation for why they go suddenly start killing people makes zero sense. You have to no me. idea. Like it, they're like they're fine, normal people, and all of a sudden Lily dies, whether it's accidental or not, and all of a sudden now they're just killing people. Like Junior, okay, maybe. Why is the mom killing people? Why is she on this? Why is the dad suddenly killing? They, there's no explanation to why these people want to kill everybody out of it the blue. It lacks motivation. Just out of the blue. There's no reason for it. Yeah. At least Scare Park had that. Yeah, Scare Park had that. And we want to compare it back to uh, Hallow's Eve. As fucking bad as that movie was. And we listen to podcasts. The episode, episode 75, we make that movie's nonsense when you try to figure out the relationships of who's related to who and why people are doing what. It will make your brain bleed uh, trying to figure that out. But that movie, I hate to say, I'm going back on my word. This movie, I think, is worse. It's definitely more boring, I think, than Hallow's Eve. Now, sure. what do you think? Because um, Hallow Eve had more gore. The mm-hmm. kills were better. Much better kills than gore. It was a little faster paced. It wasn't just drink. Like I feel like I was watch, like just watching people on the hayride for literally, like, and, and hayrides are slow. And this movie's like, uh, get, and when you do get a kill, they're long, drawn out, boring kills. Hayride or Hallow's Eve at least was. They yes. go more faster paced. The characters were nonsense. The relationships were nonsense. But at least the kills were good, and it was so bad. It was at least kind of entertaining trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. That at least that was almost so bad. It's good compared to this one. I might have to go back and re-change my point, but I I am going back on what I said originally in that original clip. This is not. I do not think this is better than Hollow's Eve at this point. I think that I don't know. I disagree. I think okay. that only because it was Hallow's Eve. Even watching it yesterday, 
And now trying to listen into the podcast and watching it, I was like, okay, maybe I can put these relationships together. (laughs) I can't get over it. I can't get over it. I did the same thing. I tried so hard. Nachos, and I know you don't really remember it because you haven't seen it in years and years and years. But they basically, little girl gets hit by tractor, group of kids. Ten years that are bullying well, fuck, her. Isn't that the plot for and of the yeah. origins? <laughs> but, but then I ten years later, yes. just they you don't know who what age these people are, and once you think you figure it out at the end of the movie, all of a sudden these teenagers who are really in their twenties and thirties, yeah. their parents, quote unquote, show up. Show up, and you find out <laughs> they were the ones that would have been bullying the girl. That means they're. It none of it. I couldn't. Get I didn't over even it. pick up on that. Were yes. the parents supposed to be the? I yes. thought they were just being peeled because no. they were the parents of the bully no, kids. No, they insinuate. Oh my that god! Donna, another of Jesus no. Christ. If what you happened? watch the trailer, oh, scene, fuck! I guess I have to rewatch this whole, movie. It was all kinds of fucked up. I will say that this one, this uh, uh, the Bates haunting, was more boring. I, I'll give you that. But again, I was more equating it to like you said, a Hallmark movie or something like Hallmark horror. Or CWWB channel horror. Yeah, actually, like, CW gets away with a lot of shit, like like supernatural. So maybe some this of the is stuff like they a, pull. Yeah, like an ABC afternoon this special. This is kind of like what I equated this, but I I don't know. I I still I think this is better. I will say, Hallows Eve at least had as a confusing and 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 nonsensical and ridiculous as it is the the relationships of how who's related to who and how old they are. Is complete garbage nonsense. At least the motive for the killing, I is at least kind of clear. Sure. You get that sure. here, it makes zero sense. Like yeah. I still know like, why the fuck did they suddenly start wanting to kill people in their yeah. own attraction. It doesn't make any sense. And the sense. kills were better like, in Hallow's Eve. Yeah, at least Junior tries to explain that he got off on or made some kind of weird psychological connection with him and Agnes. But what about the mom and the dad? That it doesn't explain why they're going around. Why mom's burning Lily at the stake like Joan of Arc and why dad's running around like a fucking shotgun wanting to shoot everybody. None of it makes it explain they be makes tripping. sense. But at least in Hallow's Eve, as bad as that movie, I could say I could put that on. At least the kills are good enough, and it's silly and just it's so bad. But at least that one's like bad, almost a fun way. Because at least it's entertaining. Because the kills are exciting, the gore is better. This one is the acting might be better in this movie, but it's just it's a too much of a slow burn okay. and for not enough payoff and the and a very unclear motive as to I why I would just they're say slow there's no burn like there's oh. a great payoff or something yeah, yeah that's just it. slow and that's slow. fair that's fair I, I, so, I'll give you that I will I am changing I'm going back on what I said six years ago yeah. past Marshall <laughs> yeah past Marshall was not smart um, <laughs> not right. We grow and we learn as we right. do. We that's do. Right. We grow and learn as people. That's what we do here, really. At the, at the at when you peel horror. back the layers of the horrible horror onion, at the core of it, we really are about growing and expanding, helping people grow and become better people. Mm-hmm. See, to self-realize, you know. See, the horrible horror was the friends we met on the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, that's it. I'm going to wrap this up. Goddamn, I'm so glad, Doug, you were able to come back and this be was a part lot of this. Fun, this dude. was great for you, this Doug. episode. Yeah. Always a pleasure. This was great. Uh, so hopefully it won't be like, you know, three years before we no. have you back on or whatever well, it was. Uh, you know, we'll save them for Bates Motel 2. That's right. The Bates Haunting 2. It's all right. You know the duel. Watch more horror movies and remember to always stay spooky and keep it tight.